accomplishments in my life is literally getting my 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 jiu-jitsu black, black belt. belt yeah. yeah. Holy shit. That's and good. then and then the ideas start to change too. People start to look at it as is it is it is it practical? Does it work? Does this shit work? Mm. They're like, well, it works. Well, most people don't even know what it is, mm. oh. even, even though it's been in existence and it's been proven over and over, time, time and again. People don't know what jiu-jitsu really is. It's literally how the UFC started. Well, yeah, pretty much. It was the Gracie well. Challenge just on pay per view. Mm. Yeah, like that, yeah. You read that book, Lucas, right? Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> well, they used to dojo. These like the Gracies used to dojo storm schools mm-hmm. to say, "Look, hey, give me your give me your best black belt." They go against karate guys, judo guys. They didn't care anything. And they just fucking meckle, you know, just just muckle all the pounds guys. Yeah, they didn't care. Yeah. They still fought those dudes. Are we good to go live? Yeah. Then we gonna. I wave at a bunch of people here. Woo! Yeah. And then I'm going to take us live on the big screen behind the microphone somewhere. Perfect. And then we start this off. Go live now on YouTube if you want to join up or not. That's cool. We do it anyways. That's what we do. This is the Michael Leonard. Tonight we are back. Look at Lucas. He was he's working out there. Woo! Looking good. Yep, that's me. Nice. That's the same sweater as Monday. Yep. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> that's good. You know you should wear your sweater a couple more times. It's continuity. Yes. I, I don't know how you wear a sweater down here because I'm super hot. Um oh. I don't know. Mm. Because he's cold-blooded. Look at him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this episode tonight is presented to you and sponsored to us from the one and only Eat Local Pizza. Look at that. It's so big. We have all that information. Uh, eat Local Pizza. Delicious local pizzas. I think that's an understatement. We hunt all over, under, and around our city for the best local ingredients. And uh, the pickles come from Jim's mom. Eat local pizza. You can pick any pizza. And Lucas, today, please pick. Let me pick one. Okay. Yeah. Let me pick one on there. Go to the homepage because at www.eatlocalpizzapos.com, you can order your pizza now if you don't know how to build your own pizza. Just go with the 12 of the 12 of the best. And tonight, we're going to talk about... uh, To the side, please. We're going to talk about the Eat Local Classic Philly Cheesesteak Pizza. Yes! Click on that. Ooh. <laughs> $29.99. That's extra large. I don't know how much you eat, but this lasts me for two days usually. Market sauce base, Philly beef, caramelized onions, more onions, mushrooms, green pepper, provolone, and mozzarella, plus two garlic dips because you want to dip it. Yes, you do. Also, you can order now at 767-0000. Call now. Place your order. Oh, it's hard holding the phone and doing the ads. Oh, yeah. Also, this you one is great phone? as a frozen pizza. I don't want to hold your phone. You want to hold my phone? Okay. You, 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 have a, you have a lackey for that thing. I, I put it like this. Hey, like uh, there you go. Yeah, but. All right. Let's start this off again. <clears throat> Excuse me. And order online now at www.eatlocalpizzapos.com. And that's really easy. Click on that Eat Local Pizza. Yeah. And then white button, order online, right there. Click on it. Ooh, and there it is. There it is all. 
Order now, eat local pizza, defending champion walleye 2020, best of the best. They're going to win it again. I'm predicting it here every day. Also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Afloat Wellness. And it is, oh, who is this? This is Kuba. And Kuba is an athlete. And also combat. He, he does judo. Mm-hmm. You might have seen him. But he's also taking care of his mental health. Right there, Afloat Wellness. He's in the tank disconnecting a float wellness the one and only three float tank float center open seven days a week you can book your float right now click on that link on instagram or facebook you find them you go over to the booking really easy or you call 767-3529 or you email tracy we all know tracy and here you are tomorrow there's a couple spots left you pick it and you book it. Yes, you do. That's how we do it. You can do the 60 minute. You can do the 90 minute. But I also encourage you to ask about the membership. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ask about that membership. Because that might be in your advantage. Also, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by One Time Brew. Very, very special trivia night hosted by the one and only Chris Barstow. Right, Lucas? Yep, that's a guy. Thank you. You know him well. One Time Trivia Night happening Thursday night. Yes, it is. Woo! But today is Monday, right? No, today's Wednesday. Holy shit. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? Every, every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Music is a background noise. It is a background noise. Absolutely. Mm. I don't understand. Today's Wednesday. Tap room is not there right now. It's but not open today. Thursday, 3 to 10. Friday, 3 to 10. And Saturday, 2 to 10. But tomorrow is that big day. The first trivia night. Have you have a team in there? You let me know right now. One time brew available now. Strawberry yum yum. What else is available? Did they sell out on the other one? Because it's the one time brew. They go. Then if you don't get them, they are gone. That's what happens. Self high five still available or strawberry yum yum. That's it. I heard there's a new drop next week. Possible. Ooh, yes. Oh, look at that. Strawberry yum yum. Strawberry ale 6.5. This ale is loaded with, yeah, you tell me, strawberries. And we mean loaded. Expect a refreshing ale with a big taste of strawberries. Oh, yes. It sounds delicious. Yeah, and it, it comes in the right kinds of size. Like, I've had a strawberry beer before, and it's just in those little bottles. And somewhere in Ontario, but this this is the right size. The tall can. They're caught. Only the tall can will be sufficient. Also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Jay. Jay Tysoski, your mortgage financial service for you. Everything he does everything for you and did you know november is financial awareness month well i did sure did not know but jay does those those things and you can hit him up right now where's his contact information either way you can go on his homepage that www.jtysoski.com i think that's correct can you go back to instagram yeah, yes. jtysoski.com. Go there, then you show up there. There is Jay. He's been on the podcast. He explained it, what he does. He shops around for you. Yes, that's what he does. It's not like a bank. Sorry, banks. But he, he's able to pull from many different sources and the best financial solution for your mortgage or any other financial needs combined together. That's 
is why he gets those five star Google reviews. Jay Tazowski. Hit him up now. 807-620-7922 and tell him the Michael Aided sent you to get to him, to get to your dream house. Mortgage connection where you matter. Also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Raphael's Tailoring, high-end tailoring and a retail store. Appointment needed for fittings, so don't go crazy right now. Call him first before you show up if you need a fitting. The same thing goes if you need that tailored suit ready for that Christmas party coming up at Daytona's or wherever you go. Eat local pizza. That Do they hold at the Christmas party? Somewhere in there? No, I think Daytona's has a beautiful room there. Yes. They do. Also, so Raphael's tailoring, he can fix you up if you have that suit from last year, but you did a lot of jiu-jitsu and you lost all your weight and now you're like super slippery. You need to get into the better suit and it needs to be resized. Raphael's tailoring, he does that. He's right on Tungsten, 905 Tungsten. That's 476-0669. You call him now. Book your appointment if you need a sewing machine. If you need sewing machine repaired, yes, he does that too. Mm. Or if you need a dope bow tie. <sighs> bow tie. Yeah. Dude, he is so awesome. He's the best dressed man in Thunder Bay. Oh, absolutely. He is so good. He rocks it, man. Especially because he's a little Italian like me, man. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> he's full service. Full oh, service. Absolutely. Uh, he makes time for you and everything. And he has a beautiful team. I've been lucky enough to go down to that back room. I was shooting some scenes, and it's absolutely amazing what they do out of the location. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so good. It's super good. Okay. This is, this, those are the most amazing sponsors this month that are presenting the show to you. The Michael Laird episode 182. Very, very, very special guest with me tonight. Please give it up. It is Jesse Veltry is in the house. How you doing? Ah, uh, interesting intros. Uh, thank you. I, just, I, I thought you'd like him. I was just paying attention, realizing that like <laughs> I shop at all one of these stores for because I know particular people at each one of them. You know? Yeah. You know, like I, I buy pizza because a doll, right? You know. Mm. He used to work at over at Thunder Gifts and Games with my friends Skyler and Hoyt, right? Oh, uh, Hoyt, yeah. yeah. Hoyt, yeah. Hoyt it's, looks like Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bigger version of him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He does. So, yeah. Hoyt uh, is a good guy. Yeah, so. You, you do you do jiu with him? No. No, I, no so, so Skyler Sorensen, the, uh, one of the owners of Thunder Gifts and Games, mm -hmm. him and Hoyt are the owners. And mm -hmm. I've known Skyler since I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. He's actually the one to turn me on to... I, I called nerd apparel, which is great because, yeah, I got bored. So I started collecting. So it became an interesting. Ooh, you play D&D? No, absolutely not. And there you go. No, no. No, no it, type it, of it, that? It was just risk. We got we got hooked on risk when we were oh, like. Oh, conquer and divide. Yeah, but future risk though, not regular risk because regular risk was boring. Oh, you go in space? Yeah, absolutely. You fucking go in space. Yeah, you fucking blow <laughs> shit up, man. That's great. <laughs> you nuke shit and blow it all up. You know, it was, it was really weird going from like athleticism and you know like hockey and football and baseball to being around like a guy who like literally played magic cards yeah did you play magic cards absolutely not no way eh? fuck no i barely play i barely play video games one of my um you can join us on youtube now if you want to we are live there and i just got a notification so i can't close this what the fuck don't you hate that when you're on social media and you try to click something on top <laughs> and then it doesn't work See, I'm more than willing to throw my phone against the fo you know, the wall. You are absolutely. I hate this thing. Do it. Well, I'm not doing it now. That's cost me like 1,100 bucks, man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you able to control it? I just don't 
mess with my phone a whole lot. Dude. What were you doing yesterday at 2.42 a.m.? 2 a.m.? Yeah, that's when you shared the story. Oh, I don't know. Probably getting up sometime. You got up? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, some burpees? Definitely not. No. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that fucking insane, man. <laughs> Jeez, like, there's, there's an extent to my fitness, you know? Like, yeah. How old are you? 39. 39, eh? Yeah. You feel it? I don't know. Do you feel it when you get up in the morning? Uh, I feel age. I, I don't feel age. I, uh-huh. uh, I want to achieve through failure. Mm-hmm. I get up and fail every single day. How does that make you feel? I don't know. You ever choked a man before? Uh, not <laughs> particularly. Have you I ever choked ch- a man with your bare hands? <laughs> right? I, like got, I got choked once. Yeah, me too. And but I, he, he was a big motherfucker, and no. I was a small little guy. I'm okay. sorry. I told you. I apologize, Michael. Uh, who you? He's, he's taking blame for saying that he choked. He didn't. He didn't do that. I, I'd never no, choked him. No. No. no, that was in Germany way back, and I had a good friend, and we hang out at his place, and he had a big mean brother, and that big mean brother didn't like me, and that was like maybe ten years difference, and he came in and he just started choking me. Oh, that's yeah. That's see, I got choked out when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. I picked a fight with a guy, and he choked me out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Busted all blood vessels in my face and shit. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, like, I had a bus vessel once here that exploded, and oh, then I, my whole eye was shot. Yeah, yeah. That, I could have lost eyesight. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, absolutely. But I didn't choke somebody out for that. No, no. It, no. I went, I was in the gym. I played volleyball or something, or some kind of ball game, and I followed the fucking ball, <laughs> and then there's somebody else went in there with the knee, and I went in with my head. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not smart. That's not good. That's not good at all. That's not good. It's not going to work. But I didn't get knocked out. Well, no, not that time. No, it's like it's like three inches, two inches to the side or here or there, but didn't happen. It's like clashing of the heads in wrestling, something Re- that's common. Oh, they clash their heads in wrestling? Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, like, I hey, thought that's a non-contact sport. <laughs> uh, what, what, what I do is complete contact. Like it's, yeah. it's full on, try to massacre each other sometimes. It's like bring that towel because you're too wet. Simulated murder. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you have to dry yourself once in a I while? I don't give a fuck if I'm wet or not. Because then you can't give it a grip, right? I don't care about the grip. Cause so, you, so that's allowed. You can what? just absolutely. sweat as much as you want. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, like I, I will literally go shirtless against people sometimes. Uh, okay. Right? That's an advantage mm. specifically on, on tournaments. But and pants. Pants is okay? Pants are pretty much have to be on. Yeah, but and the belt, right? I don't. I, I'm Do you a, wear your belt all the time? I'm a no gi practitioner, actually, so I don't actually wear a gi a lot of the time. Oh, that's the white stuff, right? That is the. I tell people it's more like a karate uniform because it's the best way of telling them. It's like the combat suit. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. the best way of pointing it. Mm-hmm. That's like when business is like presentable. But the hard part in like in in in, in gi specific jujitsu when you start fighting big men. Their strengths really take over. And so they just rip your G off? Well, they just hold you. They can hold you a lot mm-hmm. more, right? But in, in, in the context of, of, of no gi and not having that uniform to hold on to. They can't. Well, my movement applies. My ability to, to run speed and cardio will, will eventually take, take its place, right? Yes. So, That's why I roll gi and Jesse rolls no gi because he has cardio for days and I need to slow that motherfucker down. Yeah. You, not that it helps me. But you, yeah, st- you well, still don't show up. Though. It didn't help this guy who just fought Usman. Well, see, he trained with Cameron Haynes, but he didn't have enough cardio to keep it up. Yeah, but that's a fantastic fight, though. Mm, you watch it? Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone lacks Kobe Covington. Uh, Everybody um, hates him. Lucas does. Uh, yeah. I don't have. I, any, don't, I, I have no problem. He doesn't get an opinion on this right now. He's, nope. No. Thank you. 
But all, all, all jokes aside, when it comes to the, him being a fighter, mm-hmm. like he's pretty amazing. Like, yeah. They told him to toughen up, right? They told him to put on a show. They were almost, Absolutely. They told him to, that he's going to be cut because nobody was watching. And then ever since then, he's been like, Absolutely. The, the and it's, it's a great asshole. idea. Yeah. It's and a it great works. idea. You, you need a bad guy. You, you need a Nick Diaz. You need. Mm. You oh, need, what's the other guy? McConnor? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you always need a bad guy. Mm. If you don't have a bad guy, it doesn't work. The, the, the storylines don't work. Mm. Everything's based off a story. The, the, these men are. What are you scrolling food for? I'm trying to find. Sausages? No. <laughs> the last time Jesse was in a gi. Oh, okay. Oh, dude. Because I'm pretty sure we have a picture together in geese. There's a lot of eggs and beans and croissants yeah. and bought pig heads. Oh, shit. I forgot it's showing in the background, too. <laughs> Whoops. It's okay. You just keep scrolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it's not like I'm, I'm not getting not fucking hungry right now, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. What did you eat tonight? Oh, steak and potatoes, man. I, I love, saw that. I love fucking cooking, man. Where was that? At home? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It looked like you I, went out fancy, man. No, no, I'm a homebody. Like mm. I, I don't, I don't go out. Like I, I go, I go to my house, to the gym and back home. That's it. What is that because you put energy into your food? No, it's because I suffer with PTSD and I don't want to eat garbage. Okay. So through, through mental health, it's always applied to, you know, eat properly. Yeah. But what's what's eat, what's eating properly? Because no one really knows, right? We're, it's individual we're, too. <clears throat> well, no, we're we're kind of always giving giving different ideas of what's healthy and what's not healthy. Well, all for, the time. Just look at the past. They said sugar is bad for you, and now sugar is good for you, or the opposite way. Well, even even fats, right? So yeah, they did. Fat was really bad. Yeah, for fat you, was really bad for you. No, fat is really good for you. But you know, like it's 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 crazy that North American culture should be adopting European culture and eating. Mm. Because their culture is way better. It's a lot less promotion of high sugar foods like pop, and mm. junk food, and chocolate. You, you drink pop? Not really. No, mm. I don't even drink alcohol. I haven't drank in seven years. I, I guess respect that. Well, technically, I'd be a recovering alcoholic, so I don't drink at all. Right? Yes. So yes, with 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 all the sacrifices a person has to make, and mm-hmm. I was in a super positive relationship for six years, so that kind of helped as well, too. Right? Good. So, you know, and then that, now it's. Not not together, but that's fine. This, mm-hmm. I'm not going back and resorting back to those those old ways because the people around me now, you know, they don't promote it. No, no one drinks. No one drinks. No one drinks. Yeah, you change, right? <clears throat> you become an adult. Uh-huh. You know, I think that's better better way of looking at because when you're 20 years old, mm-hmm. you can go out and get drunk with your friends because everyone's kind of doing it. But True. Imagine being 40 years old and every weekend you just went home and you just got drunk. I can't. That's the reality of a lot of people, though. Yeah, but that's what everyone's doing here. So how do you change that that thought process is be honest with them. People don't want to be honest. Like, Thunder Bay serves more alcohol during Christmas time than anybody else in the country. On on average? Period. How do you know that? It's part of the news. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy that this this, this town consumes so much alcohol, right? Mm. Like It gets cold here, right? It's, you got to stay warm. Yeah, but alcohol doesn't warm you up. Mm. Alcohol is a depressant. Uh, right. Alcohol is calories too, because you count your calories, right? It's very. I dense. don't count my calories. I don't no. have to. No, hell no. Why do I count my calories for? You weigh yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you count your calories. Well, no, I weigh myself before competition. <laughs> okay. Right. So if I you have to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. don't you? In jujitsu, you have to do that yeah, yeah. too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm fighting next week, actually. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm doing a 
it took me 49 events to get to wow. to be able to fight a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Like to, That's coming up? Yeah, yeah. So I'm fighting. Holy shit. Yeah, a guy named Derek Getzel out of Minneapolis. He's a... Uh, you follow him on Instagram? Oh, I know who he is, yeah. Okay. It's, you know, like the the our tournament circuit is is familiar so I, mm. I know who he is but he he fought in strike force he was like an mma dude yeah so wow. yeah so it's gonna be interesting yeah when did you line that up well I, i'm part of their organization for the most part for jiu-jitsu so they just when we had an opportunity to cross the border again i, mm. I crossed the border which was kind of interesting story that i have <laughs> this is a good one so okay. oh, i love story time so uh i i, I buy art Oh, you do? Uh, yeah, I buy uh, indigenous art, and I I, nice. I I started buying recently um, pop art. So if you pulled up uh, on Instagram, a guy named Johnny Pop Art. Yeah, Lucas, do that, please. Yeah, so Johnny, Johnny Pop Art. Yeah, with an H or no? Uh, pop Art. Yeah, right guy, there right there. Yeah, yeah, that's first. So uh, switch that he, over. He's he's a local artist here in town, actually, mm. and he. Uh, I'd never really seen this artwork up close and personal before, so. Ooh, I like the KFC piece. Right, it's interesting, right? It's fucking amazing. Go down and find Deadpool. That's the one I. Oh, got. you would get a Deadpool. I do have Deadpool. Well, you know, like that's that's Kim Kardashian. Like, there's me right here with him, right? We just did a whole bunch of art trade. Nice. All right, so go back. Find me Deadpool on here. It's on the bottom. Go, just keep scrolling. Fight Club? No, no, it's, it's a Deadpool. You'll see it. I'm surprised that you didn't get like a Thanos. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second here. Yeah, that's, okay. Thanos does jujitsu. No, eh? no, Thanos is a love story, but that's a different story. But yeah, he does use his glove, right? Yeah, but he's inevitably he's his whole story is all based on love. Mm. So this one right here, I own. This is an awesome piece. Wow, look at how many Deadpool's people in. Yeah, so this is this is references mixed media. Mm -hmm. So when you still could see this, this is a mixed media pop art because the Deadpool and the Deadpool sign is all done with. Uh, acrylics and pens and stuff, right? Mm. But all the ones in the back are all cut comic books. Oh, you put them in there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right? So that's... Oh, no. You destroyed the comic books? But yeah, that's what happens. That's mixed media. You know, okay. You, yeah, it's all right. It's, it's the artist life. Yeah. And if you go back, try to find my Instagram and look up a, a girl named New. Uh, it's Antonella. He doesn't follow you. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. What a dick, right? What the fuck? <laughs> Lucas doesn't follow you on Instagram. So, so, no, go back. Go back to my friends and stuff following. And oh. she's, she's an artist. She's an actual artist that I, uh, I follow. Uh, Followers? Following. Following. Go yeah. following. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Oh, whatever. You're not going to be able to find it. Uh, uh, you might find her in her. Uh, I, I, I will find her, yeah. So her name's... Her name's uh, fuck. It's irrelevant. Anyway, she, she, does, she does pop art on... Go to that. Go to go to the the the, the Joker right there, for instance. Mm, yeah, I know this, that moves, eh? This is well. This is augmented reality. Oh, okay. So this is what this is. So this is this is actually just a painting. Okay. And I this is painting sitting in my wall right now. You own it. This is my painting. Yes. Mm. You see yourself in that? No, I think it's when I seen the pictures of it originally, I was like, okay, it's cool. But when I was down in Toronto mm. when I was competing, I went to the oh, gallery okay. that owned this piece, and. I seen it in person. I was completely blown away. I was like, uh -huh. I was like, wow, this is, this is so well done. It's got some serious depth to it. I know. It's I like every it. Joker in history. So it's actually called Fifty Shades of Joker. Ooh. So if you go back, there's actually a whole spray can series that I invested in right there with the, with the rotating turntables. Mm -hmm. So these like it's a video. Yeah, but like, 
Wow. So this guy does all the artwork right off of the spray cans, and it's all hand-painted and most of it. Damn. Are they full still or empty? They're all empty. They're all, they're all just all those empty cans from, okay. from, from his work, right? Oh. And he's is... actually, he's a, he's, his name's Bao Pham. You can pull him up. He's right there. He's like, amazing work, super dope, right there. Yeah, below. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it. Like his his artwork is so spectacular. Yeah, he likes Star Wars. Yeah, like see, here's another augmented reality you just posted the other day. Mm-hmm. This one right here, like check this piece out, man. Like that's oh, that's all, so dope. It's all computer generated. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's and so so inevitably. It's, I started investing in pop art. Because, what is art for you? Uh, I guess it's more like an outlet. Okay. So, uh, I ended up coming across more so art. So, do you know anything about? more so art it sounds like martial art it sounds like martial art but it's not okay. so um uh, a few years ago I, I picked up a piece by a guy named eugene Morso. he's a he's an aboriginal artist here in thunder bay yeah and he does you can probably find yeah he's probably on mine look up eugene yeah he's right there i'm followed by both of them right so um like his artwork is so spectacular he does such great work um so he's oh. he's he's a son of famed artist Norvell Morso, who's you know uh, a, a prolific Aboriginal artist who 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 has you know, tons of credibility. The problem is there was a documentary that was done called "There Are No Fakes," mm. so his, a lot of his artwork is 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 uh, like look at this piece right here. This piece is so spectacular. Look how big that is. That's four feet by eight feet. I thought it's on the wall actually. Right? Yeah, it's massive, like a wall painting. So. I got introduced to his art and then his brother art Christians as well. So I started, you know, I bought a couple of pieces mm. and then I not bought for a lot of years and then COVID kicks in and mm-hmm. I'm bored and I'm like, I wonder what I'm going to do today. Yeah. So I started, well, I might as well start renovating my house. Okay. So instead of going to Home Depot to get all my tools, you know, if you need a, a battery or something, you go to the pawn store. So mm. I know the guys from Max Pawn. Okay. And I go down there. That's right on right across the Goods Co Market, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they have the, one of the largest Aboriginal collections in, 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 in the country. Really? Yeah, absolutely. If you walk in there, there's, there's Indigenous art everywhere. Because wow. in, in our area, uh, Indigenous canvas art is super huge because a lot of the artists here and there's great artists. So... I got introduced to a lot of this art for, from them as well. So mm. I started getting a lot of these pieces and owning them. And then my friend who owns the, the Thunder Bay State Sale, uh, a business here in town, uh, Sean Hall, was like, how much were those pieces on your wall? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want to buy those? He's like, yeah. I'm like, absolutely. And that's kind of how it all started. I ended up bought. Uh, okay. But I knew of a collector that had a whole bunch of these and ended up buying all of those from him. And mm-hmm. then they just kept on selling yeah and then wow so you're like an arts dealer well i wasn't intentionally trying to do any of this stuff mm-hmm. i just got a bunch of pieces and i put them up and they they went they just why, why did you let them go though like were you, what was this, do you like not like does it not mean anything for you it's not about that for me it's i, I see everything has a price i agree right so most people say there's n- there's no price in that there's always price i think that's right there's always a price on something. Yeah. And someone's going to be like, I, I love that. Can I have that? Well, okay. Well, you going to pay for it? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And there you go. It's all yours. Yeah. So do you possess anything though that you would say no? Absolutely not. Really? No. Not. Okay. Wow. And I, I'm one of the largest North American collectors of specifically Thanos as well. Mm. You have that Lego set? 
I have everything. You have okay. He's not even kidding. No, like, like, like he has a giant. Like I have statues. I have statues that are look. Look. Look at the statues right here. So right there, yeah. right, right there alone, and just just those six statues. It's you know. So those those two and the the, the gauntlet on the bottom are the only three that exist in Canada. Mm, wow. And, and they're all like handmade. Wow. And the the, the other three are, are resin casts, but they're a limited run of like a thousand each. Okay. I'm trying to understand this. So you, I'm like perspective. See, look, that's that's a one I for one. That's one. you know, that's that's four grand right there in a statue. It's beautiful, right? It's so spectacular. Where's the rest of the body? It's 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 it's, it's only a bust. Okay, it's, it's a like one. The Romans for, did it. It's the one for one scale bust of Thanos. We are he's that, that tiny. Oh, he's well, he's technically only six foot eight, right? Okay, I thought he he always is portrayed so big. Well, he's he's six eight. He's still a generally big individual when it comes right down to it. Mm. So. And, okay. Uh, that's scale one to one. Wow. Yeah, that's my son standing next to it too. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, you got a big son. Then he is a very. He's going to be a very large man. Yeah, very large man. Man, he, he's like forty pounds less than I am. He's already taller than I am. That's amazing. He's eleven. Wow. I know. Jeez. I know. He's going to a legitimate monster. I remember feeding him spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But now it's just steak. right. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. Hey, there's a great footlock right there done by my buddy Cody. Mm, I see check, that. Don't check it out. Yeah. The, Luca, you know what? No, not that no, one. Oh, the bear. The bear one. Yeah, man. Man, Luca's. So the guy who's doing that. Up, up, up. Go up. On the right? Up. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the right. Uh, just don't put it on the screen because then we, it's uh, explicit. Yes. <laughs> just. Don't worry. This isn't live. Good. And here it goes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> It's a good, good heel hook. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that shit nasty? Yeah. Wow. So th- th- this, 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 this guy right here is a friend of mine, mm. and he's an actual war veteran. Yeah, look at his haircut. Oh, he's he's a real one, but he, he, looks he volunteers like, over with the. Uh, yeah, the, he has a tattoo on his arm too. It must be his unit. No, that's Finland. No, what's his unit? That's actually no, fi- it's Finland. That's Finland. <laughs> he's he's literally my best friend. I could tell you everything about him. <laughs> Maybe yeah okay. <laughs> just, really, just, it's like the Finnish flag on a yeah, shield or yeah, something. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, he yeah. looks a little bit East European though. Like, no, he's he's definitely a blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, hitman. Yeah, yeah, he's, really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, yeah. He looks like one of those hitmans from that movie uh, on Netflix hitman? right now. No, not hitman. He looks like he looks like the guy from Taxi. He look yeah. He looks like what is that? The the vault where they break into the vault. The, <laughs> oh, the heist. Yeah, the heist. The two 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 guys, the big ones. Yeah, <laughs> looks a little bit like that. A yeah, but, bit. yeah, but he's he holds the world record for killing a turkey in uh, with a bone arrow. Oh yeah, like a legitimate world record. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, like tell me about it. So we were uh, uh, bear track outfitters. Is he volunteers out there out in Dorian? They do uh, bear hunts and they do ice fishing hunts. I don't know if you've ever been out there or not. No, they're out in Dorian. Okay, uh, Corey Hayward, he owns the the, the business mm. out there. Right? Shout so, out, see, yeah, see that? Right? Yeah, pop that off the list there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so they introduced me. Actually, uh, I didn't hunt or fish, right? I'm I'm more of a city kid, mm. but he needed, you know, he's a disabled veteran himself, so he's like, you know, come fishing with me. Yeah, sure, man, no worries. Try it out. Sure. I'll, uh, I don't eat fish, but I'll come fishing, right? Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, I'm fishing full time with him, and then he gets an opportunity to to help old Corey out at the the Outfitters, learning more about hunting and stuff. And he takes the opportunity to do it, and you know, next thing you know, he's he's leading on my first my first bear hunt. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You have a bow too, right? I do. Yeah, I shoot yeah. with a bow. Yeah, I don't yeah. use guns if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like shooting guns though. Okay, I have lots of guns. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm prepared. Like you got like you got a Magnum. I don't need a Magnum. That's a, that's that's it's like overrated. Yeah, it's just too big. It's just too big. Yeah, it's too big. Yeah, yeah. a nine mil or forty is just just sufficient. Just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just pocket size. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I own. Yeah, I love guns. Guns are great, but and it's 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 not guns that I want to kill animals with. Mm-hmm. I want my food sources to be done properly. It feels different, right? It is different. Yeah. It's a different kind of hunt. Well, yeah, we went and did a veterans hunt down in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, for deer because missouri has like it's they have a deer problem don't they well no it's super expensive oh so to go do a, a deer hunt during their rut it's like 3500 american wow yeah it's like five grand it's exactly that's it's super expensive mm-hmm. but this group called the uh the peterson ministry outdoors mm-hmm. out of uh ugh, i don't remember exactly where they're out of missouri but they uh, they brought veterans down, and me and him were the first two veterans, and first two Canadian veterans to ever go down there. Beautiful, because they a lot of their veterans come up here to go do bear hunting, mm. not with the outfitters, but with another particular yeah. outfitters that was actually over doing the ice fishing with them one day. Okay, and they were looking for Canadian veterans to go down there, mm. and we just happened to be in that location, just know? there. Yeah, wow. tell me about that turkey though. Like, what's the world championship there? So the record. So a turkey is based off three parameters. You have the size. You have beards, because turkeys have beards, and then they have the the claws. Well, he shot a turkey that had 13 inches longer beards than the, the previous one. So his beards got in the world record. So the beard was like dragging on the floor? He had four beards, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, it was it was like an anomaly with the turkey. Oh, like, yeah. a, like a mutation? No, no, just an anomaly. Just like... Yeah, just... just like, it, just a game. It's just it's just based on a scaling that they do with mm. turkeys, right? So yeah, I've seen that how they do it with um, elk, for example. It's all measurements. Um, yeah. You know, afterwards they take the top and they measure it all out, and then they have a score, and then they see where it is and how big it is total. Yeah, it's like bears too. Bears have it too when you kill a bear because that's mostly what I do is just bear hunting. Mm. Uh, you like bear fat? I, I will eat bear. Yeah, yeah. I eat bear. And I'm at, but I, I make I don't waste the animal, right? So every part of that animal gets. It's used, but in bear hunting, you can't open the carcass up. Mm. You can only hind, you can only hind quarter the legs off and stuff. Really? Yeah, you can't open the the belly of a bear up. Why is that? Because it's the gallbladder. The gallbladder is. You gonna nick it? No, the gallbladder is Chinese medicine. It's actually worth a lot of money. Okay. So it's illegal to open up if they. Really? Yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So you can only take the legs. We can only delimb them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. In Ontario. In Canada, I'm not mistaken. That's crazy. Is that the same with the head too? No, you can take all that. You just you just can't open just the, the cavity of the body. Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, just, it's the rules so and regulations. You just leave it to spoil. No, it goes. It, it, it you goes. Collect it and then you drop it off somewhere. Like well, the rest of the, the body. The, the people who hunt usually have locations they can drop yeah. a carcass off that will get yeah. eaten by animals properly. Yeah. And I mean that's what happens. That's good. Yeah, I read I read a story today about a, a truck with. A full five ton has less, lots of fish in it. Shelf life is six days. He's out in BC. Highways are all done. And he has another two days left to figure out what he's going to do with the fish. <laughs> because it needs to go to the farm for the animals to eat. Yeah. And now they're going to they're gonna go back on the ferry to Victoria over the other side and then through Edmonton. Because over there, everything is fucked right now. Oh, yeah, because of the floods, right? The floods. Everything. Yeah. Well, I, been in Man- like, I was in Manitoba when it was happening. So mm. when I was in the army out in Shiloh, that's... Yeah. yeah What's what- that operation called? Oh, I don't recall. 
They have one, right? Operation um, where they all help the natural disaster kind of stuff. It's like... No, no. We, we were actually having where our base was located. We were having mm. massive flooding issues okay. everywhere in Manitoba when we were having it. It's so flat. Yeah, but the... The river, right? The Red River flooded, yeah. That's it. That's the one. And it had before, too, as well. Mm. So... Yeah, it always does it almost every year, doesn't it? No, it was just, it just this happened to be super bad. It, it literally took out roads. That's a good movie. Super bad? Yeah, I like that movie, too. Mm. What do you think about the cop? Should the cop be in better physical shape? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like when you go somewhere, because you are, let's say just you're going to combat a black belt in a couple of days, so you are on top of your game right now. Absolutely, I would, yeah. I would presume, right? How do you feel when you see other people that have positions of like you would think, or maybe I would think, they would have to be in top shape too for what they do? Well, this is this. Oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. That operation you were talking about earlier is called Operation Lent Lentus. Lentus. There you go, Lucas. Thank you. You're welcome. So, continue. So let's let's talk about people who should be in shape that aren't in shape that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, uh -oh. that's an issue to me. So, it, yes, you're fat ass too. She sure sure the fuck up jujitsu too, man. But this is not what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, you know, specifically in the army, if you want to talk about the army as a, sure. a prime example. Like, yeah, do it. Th they started they started not incorporating physical fitness tests. So, there was people who couldn't meet a physical fitness standard mm -hmm. that still maintained their job. So, in the army, when you don't meet universality of service, which is the rules and regulations of being a individual soldier, soldier in an application to everybody who serves in the army, mm -hmm. if you don't meet that standard, you shouldn't be in the army. But that's not how it worked. In, in the army, it's all about who you knew. And if you had a job where you were a, a senior member of the military, you didn't have to be in shape. Like, and there was a lot of guys who were not in shape. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking obese shape mm -hmm. like i'm not going to work out at all period yeah and it's disgusting it's actually i actually got super upset at the situation because i was being released from the army strictly on the basis of asking for help i lost my job for asking for help uh. so it set me down extremely down a very bad path in life for a long period of time mm -hmm. how, how long ago is that so i was released may 2012 2012 okay so and then oh, commissioned or non-commissioned? Yeah, I, I was a I was a corporal in the, the infantry. So I was okay. two I was two people still out of Shiloh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And I did uh, eight and a half years with them. Wow. Yeah, combat two or two thousand eight. So, but that wasn't the issue, right? The issue was I came back. Uh, I I got into a fight at a bar. I realized I had an issue. I was like, wow, this is really super crazy because mm. of, of a story that my roommate had told me, who was like in my my course prior to being into the infantry battalion. He's like, man, I, I just, I, I jumped over a counter the other day and beat the shit out of some, some guy that just said, you know, uh, you know, uh, like a Muslim term to him. Mm. And I was like, shit, that's, that's, that's pretty intense. So I don't want to end up like that. Mm -hmm. I went out and some dude called me short and I used his head as a battering ram against the bar. Damn. I was like, fuck. And this guy was bigger than I was. And he was just, he didn't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, what a, but I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? Mm -hmm. That's not me. That's not how I'm supposed to act. So I walk into like an anger management course, you know, that's, that's, that's the logical thing to do. What's, what's the anger issues? Let's figure them out. Right. I walk into a whole room full of dudes who have like beaten up their girlfriends and their wives and shit. And I'm like, it's not what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But then they're like, I was drunk. I was drunk. I was like, oh damn, that's it. I'm an alcoholic. 
Oh. Shit. I'm like, I'm a full-blown fucking drunk. Wow. So I started asking for help. I did the real, the right, they told me to do these things. Go ask for help. So they start giving me the drugs. They start giving me the medications. And I start taking them. But I'm getting worse. Mm. How am I getting worse? Like what kind of drugs? Antidepressants, okay. anti-anxieties. It's like sleep pills? Yeah. 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 I'm getting worse. I'm like, what the fuck? How am I getting worse? I shouldn't be getting worse. This, these things are supposed to make me better, right? But I, I'm super fit. Like I'm really fit at this time because... I started doing MMA and stuff and mm. I wasn't any good at it. Don't get me wrong. I sucked in MMA. Don't look at my record. I'm a fucking punch you in the face. I swear to God, I'll punch you in the face. I'm not looking up shit. <laughs> look that up, please. No. No. I'm, I will not get punished for for your bidding. So. You don't know what Jesse's capable of, man. He beats me. So, you know, I, 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 but I was all super lost. I didn't know where I was. You know, I just lost my, my relationship with my son's mother and stuff. And yeah. And then going through custody battles and all that. Oh man, Stuff. I was just going through shit all the time. I just I can't continue to recover. Did you do six months? I did. It's uh, seven Over seven month? months in Afghanistan. So okay. full combat tour. So yeah. our whole tour was outside the wire. So wow. where we where we were located was in the uh, the Spurwin Guard District. Now that we're not there, I can talk about it mm-hmm. pretty freely. And we had four outposts along the Argandog River that we were protecting. <sighs> and we were getting hit all the time, mm. like nonstop. A 21 days straight, I think, is what we got. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, man. That's hot. Oh, every day, man. Every day. Mm. Did but you get used to that? You love it. Okay. You fucking crave it, man. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's the most exhilarating drug you ever put in your system. Mm. People trying to kill you is fucking crazy. But you love it. It's You want more of it. You, you, you want to do more of it. Why is that? It's just something you've never felt before. It's a feeling. I think yeah. like humans are kind of predisposed to that in a way. It's not the same thing, though. It's, no, it's, like, it's, I'm coming from a place of ignorance, obviously. It's just not this, like, you can take all these drugs and get get these feelings, but it's not the same thing. Mm. It's not the same drug. It's like, your body's producing it. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm. This is spectacular. It's crazy. I want more. How do I get more? Okay. Then they, then they shut that switch off and you, it's gone. Mm. Your friends have died. Things have happened. You come back home. It's and a there's different m- world. And you look at people differently. Yes. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Why, why, why can't he just do his boots up? You know what I mean? Some simple as that. Yeah. Right. How do you get over that? You can't. You know, just, so now you have to work on like, where do I offset that energy? Where do I get it from? How do I, how do I excite that, that gene back in my brain again? Mm-hmm. You can't. Nothing. Nothing. I, I was doing MMA strictly just to get beaten up just so I can see the feeling of what that felt like, but it wasn't, I couldn't achieve it again. No. I chased it. I chased it for years. Yeah. I, st- I still kind of do chase it to this day. Mm. Like I st- I'm 39 years old and I'm probably one of the most active athletes in the city. Wow. Yeah. And nobody knows who I am till today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But that's a good thing. Kind of. Yeah. It's just. I think that's true. Very, very true. You know what I mean? People who are like you, they don't talk about it nonstop and show what they do. I don't need to. Yeah, exactly. I take a picture once in a while, you know, and even today was a rare occasion. I actually posted more shit than I usually do, right? Because mm-hmm. he tagged me in 12 million things, right, Lucas? Fuck You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. good at that. Yeah, I, I'm well aware he's good at that. Yeah, he's good at that. So you posted a picture of yourself when you were younger, you know, and you said you were in shape. And then you posted a picture, you scrolled to the right or left, whatever, and then you said, this is, this is savage. Savage, right? So the idea behind being savage, right? Like you, you see the, you see, you could, you can lift a lot of weights. 
You can be really heavy, but you're not ever, ever uncomfortable. Okay. I like where this is going. Right? You know, like, I get it. Like, I, the military adopted CrossFit. I understand that that could be uncomfortable for a period of time, but your body will adapt to it pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, the body adopts amazingly. But your body never adopts to jiu-jitsu. No? Ever. Really? It always changes. Is it your mind or your body? It's just the people you train with. Yes. I, I hang around intellects and people of intelligence of all day, all day long. Mm. Probably the smartest people I've ever met in my life. They do amazing things. For instance, Nathan, Dr. Nathan Hatton, you know, he's, you know, a boxing and wrestling historian. He could break down a wrestling move to the finest detail and teach you how to break something, you know. Mm. Guys like Matt Riche, who owns Leading Edge, you know, watch this guy. Oh. Watch this guy break down self-defense stuff. It's just spectacular. Like, you could sit there and just be amazed that he's just showing because he teaches uh, the Ontario Native Women's Association. Oh. Right? So this is him here with Tracy when she's pregnant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did that. Yeah. And so... You know, for he is just so good at seeing how fighting works okay. and practical fighting to not McDojo fighting. So if you bring up McDojo, that, that, that's, that's something most people don't really realize is because they put their kids in these martial arts. Mm-hmm. And Matt, do you, do you think a 13-year-old kid's going to, black belt's going to beat me up? I don't know. I know. That's what I mean. Do you think your 13-year-old child you, that you just spent like $10,000 on? Oh, they buy those things? Yeah. Right. No, you earn it. Right. But, yeah. they, but, but, but they, that, that's a thing, though. They, they think that's what they're going to earn. Is, is that child at 13 years old going to take out Miley Picari, who's our 13-year-old girl, who's just completely fantastic at doing jiu-jitsu? Oh, she's a savage. Yeah, isn't she so good? You know what I mean? Oh, we were just talking yeah. about her. We were talking about her the other day, but, you know. That 13-year-old boy is not going to beat that 13-year-old girl. Right. You know why? Because she does combative martial arts where she's always in contact with somebody. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was a period at Leading Edge where we had Jared and J-Rock when he was 13, 14, 15, and he was taking out all the new guys that were coming in. Everybody. This kid was, this kid would, he had like two sweeps off his game. A sweep is a position from change, position change from one to another. Okay. That's really super simple. What, what, like what? Well, it's, he was like using. up and down? I don't get it. So in the world of jiu-jitsu, it switches from bottom to top as a sweep. Okay. Right? So it's like wrestling. Wrestling is... Mm-hmm. But in wrestling, they expose their back. Their back is always... Their stomachs are always to the ground, right? Yes. But in jiu-jitsu, our backs are always to the ground. Yeah. Because you can't get on our backs. Why is that? Because that's, that's four points. Uh, that's, that's the position of danger. Mm, right? Because from there, you can apply the pressure. So the average man if I'm on their back, will not last more than four to six seconds to wrap choke around the neck. 46 seconds? Four to six. six. Okay, good, yeah. Well, Just, like a guy like Lucas who has, you know, training still. I last maybe 20. He'll get survival. Mm. Survival will kick in. If that guy doesn't do it properly or if somebody attacks him from behind, he has enough time to think about how to get out of that. Mm. The average man doesn't know that. Yeah, because they panic. No, because they don't fight. Men don't fight. Right. Everyone, everyone talks about how much... Men are tough. Well, men aren't tough. Okay. Men don't want to fight. I mean, like, I know a handful of guys I, that, I, that I would call scary people to me. Mm-hmm. Like Thorburn, man. Like, Oh, that guy's a ridiculous human being. Oh, like our buddy Matt Thorburn, he's, he's the quietest, most intellectual man you'll ever meet in your life, but he's just quiet. Mm. But man, he's a fucking killer. He scares, like, if he turns the pace up on me, I'm fucking scared. Uh, and is he there this morning? No, no, I go, I go see him Sunday morning. He, okay. he, he's probably going to murder me then for sure. Oh. He's my kryptonite. That's what I call him. 
He's he's that good. Wow. Uh, he was murking dudes at blue belt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So spectacular. Just just watching the what the people can do with their bodies and how to like fold people. How to fold people is amazing. Mm. And watching people collapse in front of you that are hundred pounds heavier than you. Oh man. Breaking Bink Ben is like an entertaining part of my day. Yes. So that's it, or what else is there? There must be more to it. There, right? there is. It's it's the social aspect. It's the like here, here's him right here, like this guy right here. Oh. here here's him with, with, with Mark. With that's Mark, the silent yeah. guy. The silent guy on Mark on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and there's Tyler in the back. You know, he's a cop now in Saskatchewan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, RCMP, I think. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I talked to Mark. He was here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he told me when he passes out, he hears a truck. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do you have anything? Like, do you pass out at all still or no? Does somebody get you? Does somebody not get you? Like, so Oh, in like jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Yeah. In, in the world. Oh, you tap before. Yeah, taps. Taps happen. You know, yeah. this is this is where the ego kicks in, right? So mm. under most contexts, is, it's very hard for, per se, like a hockey player to come and step into our zone yeah. and, and stay for a long period of time until they get, unless they get hooked right away mm. because they have egos. Yeah, of course. The people I'm around are nerds. They 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 grew up. They were bullied. They were they they were they were the people of intelligence that understood that there was more to this and understood it, and then started breaking it down through a game of chess. Yeah, and this is not like just a Thunder Bay thing. This is just all across the board. You just you go to a gym anywhere in the country, and it's filled with engineers, scientists, lawyers, cops. Yeah, there were. Yeah, yeah even soldiers too, right? Well, it's, you know, they're starting to pick it up and say it's good for self-defense. Well, I, so for me, it became, uh, anger, uh, anger, uh, aggression therapy for me. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't offset my aggression anymore. How do I do it properly? How, how do I wake up every day and not want to go drink and get all fucked up and still be able to get up the next day and do it all over again? You can't, it doesn't work. It's just, you can't hide behind your pain anymore. In jiu-jitsu, you have to become real. Okay. It's the only time where people are sitting in front of you and saying, step up. And people around me know me and they, they understood that I had so many issues that were compiling and I just was never getting better that they start calling me out every day. Oh. Come fight me. Mm. Serious, seriously? Yeah. Come, come fucking fight me. And you said yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also one of the only martial arts where you can train at 100%. Yeah, like, like not holding back your punches with like kickboxing or boxing. Yeah, you can go full out. Yeah, and our school is so eclectic because there's so many different systems that involve in our school. We we take the best things around the world that are being taught, mm-hmm. and we try to present it. And it's still changing ever too, at, all the time. Yeah, like like for instance, Matt Thorburn. You know, he's he's a Marcelo Garcia, he's a John Danaher format guy. You know, lots of Gordon Ryan stuff. Me, I'm a 10th Planet guy, so I use lockdown rubber guard in the truck, you know, because I follow under Eddie Bravo's system of jiu-jitsu, right? That's mm. what I follow. Oh, okay. Right? And then, you know, we've been trained classically basically as wrestlers as well through Matt Riche and Keith McGilvery. And, you know, like, mm. you know, you guys have, you've had killers in our gym for so many years that that started these trends to to be able to do the things that we do, like the Kenny Kalanagos, the... The Nathan Guns, you know, the Matt mm-hmm. Veals. Like these guys are doing, were doing MMA long before it was ever cool, right? Yes. And do, you, do, do you have your own style then, would you say? 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, stylistically, I'm the only 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu practitioner in Central Canada. Okay. Period. What does that mean? It means so 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu exists in Peterborough, exists in Montreal, exists in West Island, in, in Quebec. It's like a certain system of jujitsu that's very no-gi specific. Right. Uh, And the nice thing is, is they, instead of saying like, oh, I'm in top half with like this arm this way, this arm this way, they give names to every single position. Mm. And they use a lot of of cannabis terminology too, right? Like stoner control. Mm. I use stoner control a lot. Okay. Yeah. Shit's awesome. Did you break arms? Have I broken? I broke a dude's leg, though. You did? I did, yeah. I yeah. broke a guy's Competition? Femur. No. Oh. In the military. Okay. It's fucking crazy. This is a pretty intense story. Actually, play that story. The top of my page. It should be like the one you... you no, not my story, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> scroll story. scroll down. There, there, there's, there, there's a video. And, 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 and this is where I can take a pee in the process here. Right there. Right, go above one. Right beside Cody breaking the arm. That should be a video right there where that car is. Yeah. That's a video. Yeah, play that video. Oh. Yeah, then don't put it on the screen though. Like because it's gonna is it graphic? Oh no, not at all. It's a story. I'm telling a story. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just telling a story. That's it. It's it's a military story, the one I was about to tell you. Yeah. All good. Yeah, see? I told you. I know. <laughs> you said you're gonna be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I can't hear anything. Yeah, neither but that's can I. fine. That's also oh. cool. You go. Oh, he's getting ready. He's looking there. Yeah, there he is. World Jiu-Jitsu. And, oh, there's some... That's the other thing with uh, with Jesse. He's such an active competitor. He's He runs our competition classes. and uh, So, like just, a coach. Yeah, and the just the pace he puts on people is... Mm. It, it really sets us up for, for success. Yeah, I should, um, we should talk about his cardio. Yeah. Like, like, what does he what does he do? Uh, and what's his body fat percentage like? It's, it's I think he competes at 135. I could be wrong, but like mm. Manitoba Open, he won that Nogi. Our buddy Mark got second. So they fought against each other? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Each other. yeah. Yeah. Here's the fight right here. No, this is Barcoza. That's oh, not okay. Mark. No, no that's I, not I, Mark. I there. This is Mark. Yeah, that's Mark. There we go. Let's watch this. How long is this? Oh, this is the takedown only, I think. I'm not yeah, mistaken. Okay. Oh, you got Mike in the background. Mm. Oh, he's going for the neck. I uh, know he's trying to snap me down. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a common thing in wrestling. It's you block what, him, you block him, then you got his neck. Uh, it's, it's all about having a strong neck. Like it's, is it? Oh yeah, it's it's all neck strength here. So wow. notice how my head's not moving at all. Yeah, you just keep it up. Yeah, it's because it's because of the muscles behind my. Wow, he's trying to pull you down with his whole body. Absolutely, and it's not working. He's 155 pounds at this point. I think. Wow, he's a little lighter now, but you know, you're not even attacking, eh? Not you're yet. Just waiting. It's called count. It's called see. It's it's there. Just wait. You block him off again. You grab his arms. It's all about strategy. There's a strategy to everything I'm doing. There now he's down. Ah, wow! Now I just scored points. Now I'm up two nothing. Yeah, he gives the two fingers. Yeah, and 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 that's the honestly that's that that's the baseline of our match right there. You know, like so you tired him out, you would say. Well, it's just points, right? I beat him to nothing, but he knows what I'm doing. I know what he's doing. Like literally, like this me and him again. You know, we're yeah. we've, we've been training partners for mm. for a long time, right? But yeah. what happens in a lot of these tournaments? Then when people face each other, that that have been training each with each other for a long period of time they don't want to fight 
Yeah. Me and Aaron were like, no, no, we're we're going. We're gonna tilt okay. each other. Okay. You know? I like that. Yeah. But it's still you know your opponent very well. But he also knows me very well as well. Yeah. But so you can still surprise though. So. There's always surprises. But there's in our school there's not though. I can't surprise guys with my game. Really? But I can take my game my like for instance, I was just in Toronto doing a competition the very first time I ever faced a black belt. Okay. Uh, a guy named Peter Ferreckis. No, I'm probably I'm probably botching his last name. Here's me with Lennox Lewis, the, Leslie. The big guy? Yes, that's Lennox Lewis. Wow. Former, former heavyweight. Yeah, former heavyweight boxing champion Woo! of the world. Yeah, so I was. he was just outside the hotel that I was staying at. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting in his SUV, and it's a very large black man. You know, like, I was like, damn. And he's just staring at me, and I'm like, I wonder if I did something wrong. This, yeah, this is the fight right here. But um, he's just like, oh, I love that. And I'm like, well, get out of your vehicle and come take a look, because you can't see art just from far away you need to look at it yes then two of his other people come out and it was just great man they all come out and they, wow. they're, they're watching him we're all talking about fighting and next thing you know his his buddy's like do you think you take this guy down and i'm like so i'm laughing right there i'm like <laughs> and i'm like yeah absolutely why couldn't i was like do you think you could take down lennox lewis and i'm just i'd manage to dial off because i i didn't know right he doesn't have his his, oh, his patented dreads okay. you know like, yeah 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 right and he's, and he's just you know he's, he's obviously an older gentleman now too as well right, right? so yeah i don't recognize everybody and uh that's crazy so yeah those pop art i went and bought pop art down when i, when I was down there mm. so we'll get back to my pop art story and go over the border which was great you guys are gonna love this one this is, yeah hit us with it yeah, what I mean, happened yeah you you want to fucking hear this shit i know you do well i, I know the story i'm just yeah playing I'm, I'm, it up. Uh, yeah i get that <laughs> so you know uh me being a veteran it was very hard for me to get vaccinated it's very difficult for me to actually get vaccinated you have a health card not under the context of getting vaccinated. Getting vaccinated is easy. Okay. It was difficult for me to actually go get vaccinated. Because? Because as of right now, Canadian soldiers have a pending lawsuit against the Canadian government for anti-malaria medication for methylcline toxicity. So what that inevitably does, it, it increases post-traumatic stress disorder to, to, okay. to next level, to like suicidal, homicidal tendencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that drug when you go down to Africa? Absolutely, but it's extremely dangerous. Do they still give that out, or did they, they change it? So, in the United States and Australia, they and the UK, they stopped giving that to their soldiers a long time ago. Oh, okay. In Canada, they stopped. They didn't do it. They kept on giving it to us. Mm. So, a lot of us, like even like myself, there's probably a very good possibility that I suffer with methylene toxicity because of the Jesus because of the anti-malaria medication. And in the military, when you get told to do something, guess what? You fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get an option. So, you know, when you having like myself, I still get nightmares. Wow! Right. So for me, like I was when I when I left the army, like I was I was on medications left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a civilian doctor. It was like, you ever tried pot? You ever smoke? Yeah. You ever you, you ever smoke some weed? And, yeah. I, and I fucking laughed in his face. Mm-hmm. I thought he was hilarious. I'm like, there's no, I'm like, there's no fucking way I can smoke weed and have my life back. Mm-hmm. But he was right. You tried it. He was he was right. Yeah. He was like, he wasn't just right. He was really right. I like that about you. You know, you give people credit. Absolutely. His, his name was uh, Jan Engelbrecht. Mm. He, he had passed away though. Oh man. Uh, a few years ago. But you know, he was a, he was a really good doctor. He really cared about the idea that pharmaceutical medication isn't always the mm. successful rate of, of success for people. Yeah. But try some pot, smoke some weed. Yeah. Go chill the fuck out. Okay. Let's try this shit. Mm. Next thing you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm an advocate for it. Yeah. Especially for veterans, you know, like I can wake up every single day and still be coherent. Okay. I could smoke some pot all throughout my day and still be 
100% there in reality of, of my situation mm-hmm. and dealing with my problems properly. Yeah. Because pot doesn't let you hide anything. It just makes you more talkative. Oh, okay. Maybe eat some chips. You relaxed? Know? A lot more relaxed. Yeah. Chilled out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not chilled out, you're, what the fuck are you going to do? You're, you're just always running them. Like I, I said, I, I go to my house and I go to the gym. That's it. Yeah. That's my life. Let's talk about cardio. Let's talk about my cardio. Yeah. I have unbelievable body-to-body contact cardio. Body-to-body contact cardio. So there's people who can run for 10 miles. Okay. I get that. There's people who can lift lots of weights for long periods of time. I get that too. Mm. But those people cannot do what I do. Okay. I can do what they do for long periods of time. Sure, I can go run. I was I, I ran track for a lot of years. I, I was a weightlifting freak for a lot of years as well. Mm. But doing jujitsu and doing grappling is not the same thing. It's like core strength, it's everything. Yeah, there's so much explosion and so much static. It's it's un. There's no comparison to any other kind of form of cardio. Right. So like, I, I hate to say, under a sexual content, you know, like, it, it, I don't get tired. So in the world of jiu-jitsu, because unfortunately that's how females look at what we're doing. All they see is half-naked men rolling around together. They they look at it like some inappropriately sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you, met a lot of girls who just know that, right? That's that's a, they, they've been honest with me and say like, looks like you dudes are like really having sex, but that's not what's happening, right? What mm. we're doing is initiating contact with individuals on an everyday basis. So now we're getting to know these people intimately. We know these people. We know who they are, what they what they feel, and at the end of the day. They're happier people because the people around us that are doing jujitsu, they're not going to the bar afterwards. Yeah, and it's more true again too, right? You really get to know that person. Absolutely, there's no more barrier. Yeah, you go on another level. Yeah, so when you see that person out and you, they're with their kids, like they did, like on Monday, I was, you know, I seen a, a guy he brought both his daughters in. And I waved to them and they're all mm-hmm. smiling, ready to go to class. And I sat and talked with him for half an hour. He's a paramedic, no uh, Brian Ross, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. So, you know, like, it's just, you understand these people, it's their families, their friends, but they become a little more than that to you. Because at the end of the day, when yeah. you fight that guy mm-hmm. and you fuck, you fuck him up or he fucks you up, he's going to shake your hand mm-hmm. and he's going to say, good work. Nice job. I like what you did here. I like what you did there. Yes. Show me what you did the, like this way to get out of my triangle that I, no one ever escapes from. And then you go to like a world of hockey and football and baseball and basketball. You don't get those things. Mm-hmm. You're not getting any of those at all. What are they doing? Like, like go to a, a baseball league here. What do they do? They get drunk. They play baseball. I get it. We're athletes. You're not athletes. You're, you're part-time people who play baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a different line of athleticism that I said exists. Sure. Performance. And, and my cardio is athleticism. My cardio isn't just, hey, I can go run. Right. But how do you train for that? At a high velocity, very very fast. So I, I so run, you do interval training. I do sprinting only. Oh. I only sprint. Okay. And then I do lots of powerlifting, and then I'll do into into swimming now. Not always swimming. Yeah. Ah. So I, I switch up everything that I do. Like butterfly? What are you doing? Swimming. I just freestyle, breaststroke. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. S- simpler things, right? Just keep the low impact stuff going, right? Okay. I know how to keep my body moving at such a fast and high rate all the time. That I do rounds every single day, twice a day, usually. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, and it's and a, a regular person, they might go to two days a week doing that. Mm. I'm doing that six, seven days a week. You have a rest a, day? 
Usually Wednesday. Okay. You're fucking up my Wednesday, by the way, just mm-hmm. so you know. Yeah, I know. Jesse should be in bed Thank like you. an hour ago. Yeah. yeah. But the funny thing is, is I've known Jesse for eight years, never taken a break. Yeah, I don't take a break. Really? Yeah, I don't need it. What do I need it for? Like reassess? For what? I don't know. I reassess every single day. Ideas? I get ideas from intelligent people that will walk in with a with a new concept or or move that Ed Thul can show me. I, I'm in a constant state of learning. Mm-hmm. And most people say they don't want to learn anything. I learn something new every day. Okay. What did you I, learn today? What, what I oh what did I learned today? Mm-hmm. I learned today that I am not. We're not going to go to jail for me being on your podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're not, I like that. Yeah, it's a good one, right? Yeah. That was going to be the start to this whole conversation. Was my my, my trip to the fucking border, man? Like it was great. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 so, do it. Let's so story time. Let's talk about Jesse's trip to the fucking border. So, under the vaccination stuff, I, I and because a lot of our so some of the guys wanted to go back training, I, I got vaccinated. So you know, I'm not anti anything. I was just biding my time, and because I can't compete unless I'm vaccinated as well, right? Yeah. But they also require a PCR test. Great. So I, you know, the guy who gives me, got Greg Tinsley, you know, I mean, he's my, he's my crypto guy. Mm. You know, he, uh, you know, he's a nurse practitioner. So he gives me my shots. He gives me PCR tests, you know, and I go to the border and I pick up some stuff and now like the border opens up a half an hour early all the time. So I knew that. So I go there before anybody else gets there, get my packages. I go back <laughs> the border because I didn't have a, an app installed on my phone mm. called arrive can. They, <laughs> they federally 14 day isolated me which means i was if i left my house i was automatically entitled to or subject subjugated to a million dollars in fines wow. and three years in prison wow. for leaving my house Jeez. for being healthy yeah for being fucking healthy because you forgot the app because i didn't have an app on my phone isn't it like you have to show your vaccination and then the test or how does that work well that it also it all it all has to be on that arrive can app Uh, so if it's not on there it has to be on the app it has to be on the app yeah shit so it's imagine like i was thinking like are you people fucking retarded Mm. like think about think about grandma think about think think about think about bob mom mom and dad like Mm. mom and dad and other people who cross that border on an everyday basis go to portage or go to duluth for for the weekend you know what i mean Mm. and they don't have phones like my my dad is a flip phone for like fucking 1960s you know what i mean sweet yeah it's fucking old you know i mean you don't care Mm. my dad doesn't need a smartphone oh Right, so what's he gonna do? You're gonna tell him he's 14 days isolated because he didn't have a fucking app on his phone? That's crazy. I know, but think about all the rest of Canadians are like that too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, it's a really weird situation for me, especially being told that I'm now in jail, and because that's what they told me. Like basically, you're you're 14 days isolated, you're in jail. Until mm. finally this afternoon, they wrote me an email saying, "Oh, you followed up." Yeah, they're like, "You are exempt from the situation at the border." I'm like, "Thank you." Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't fuck me over for next week. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Fuck, I just want to fight this dude, man. Mm. Where are you doing it? Oh, so I'm fighting on the Valhalla Combat. So it's a it's an event that they, they that do. up, please. If you can, if you find yep. it. It'll you, be amazing. You probably go to my Facebook. It'll probably be under there. It's probably a better system to find on, I, I know, but. They're... Nice. Oh, I, f- I love how Assassin Creed shows up the, first. They're, they're, they're in Fridley. Yeah. Which is the, the the northern part? No, it's probably up there. Or the Facebook group up there. Yeah, that one right there. It's literally it says Damon Hill. We'll talk about that guy in a second here. He has his own podcast. Oh, but we don't care. We, no, we don't care. We don't care. No, fuck no. I'm gonna fight that motherfucker too. 
Fuck, I don't care, man. That's that's the thing about me, though. Like, if you see, so that, that yeah. So th- this guy right here, his name's James Clark. This guy right here, he's he, he's such a good man. You know, uh, no, that's his son, Josh. Yeah. Go back. The the the, the older gentleman right there with his, with his license there, or whatever. With the paper. Yeah, that dude right there. His name's James Clark. He's he's a really good guy. He, he what he tries to do in Minneapolis is he tries to get all this all these practitioners together and let them have an event. Yeah. yeah. For free. You know, like, you know, he charges people to come in to have the event, but you know what I mean? Like he has these guys all come in and, and, and just have a chance to fight each other when they don't want when we necessarily get all an opportunity to have like what's called a super fight, which is just a fight against somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Against under a certain format that you, you know, you both choose. Yeah. There's this one fight. The, the grassy family always talks about the no rules, right? Yeah. No rules fighting, but this is, this is just grappling events. So like me, like The guy that I was going to face, he wanted to do a combat jiu-jitsu match against me, actually. Mm-hmm. And you said yes. I said, fuck, no, I'm not ready for that shit, man. <laughs> fuck. Getting slapped in the face is, 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 a, is a hard thing to do. Like, okay. Do you know what combat jiu-jitsu is? Uh, no. Enlighten me. I'm, I'm assuming Lucas is going to do that right now. Mm. So under the context of combat jiu-jitsu, it, it's grappling, but you can open-hand slap people when you hit the ground. Oh. And it becomes very violent when you learn how to hit somebody properly with the open-hand slap, right? Yeah. So that's it. Only the hand or no elbows, no elbows, no knees, no punches, no kicks, nothing okay. else. Like just, just, just open, just open hand slapping. Yeah. Who, did, who invented that? Eddie, Eddie Bravo. Bravo. Okay. Uh, so combat jiu-jitsu is a mixture <laughs> is about the idea of creating a bridge between mixed martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu with open palm strikes. The idea of open palm strikes or slaps on the ground allows professional MMA athletes an even playing field against skilled jiu-jitsu athletes. Why? I feel like it's more like an insult. Hey, it's, you on the ground, I have to... Pitch. It's, yeah. Isn't it like... Have you ever been slapped in the face, though, have you? Yeah, that's like, yeah. what the that, fuck? That's have you ever been annoying... My mom slapped me. Have you ever been really slapped by a guy, though? Like, you see, the, you see those, those crazy... YouTube videos? Yeah, see those fucking Russians, man? Like, they slap shit at each other? Yeah, that's, yeah, I see a, that. Yeah, but... That's, they're, they're generating that fucking power. Like, mm. it's crazy how much power you can generate. And so do you slap well, training? Boss Rutten used to open hand Yeah, Pankers. Yeah, Pankers was huge, uh, right? In MMA, and that's why they don't allow it in the UFC anymore. Because he was knocking dudes out with it. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, Boss Rutten was the man. He fucked people up. <laughs> like, really good. Yeah, once in a while, there's a video where one guy slaps the other, and they sit at the table, and there's two guys behind him, and they hold him. If yeah, that's the ones. Yeah, those, those are Russians. Yeah. Russians is crazy, crazy shit. All the time. They're always doing like tag team matches against each other and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, like so MMA style too. Not, yeah. not wrestling. Bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just watched it the other day. Yeah. I just did it to Joey Beltran fight. You know, like, yeah, man, I love that stuff. Wow. Love it. Oh, I love, oh, I love fighting so much. Mm. Nothing, nothing more entertaining than fighting. Like I grew up playing hockey you know, and I actually played hockey in the military too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, football, baseball, basketball, mm. all, all of those. I, I loved volleyball. Yes. I love playing volleyball. Well, was a good sport. It was a volleyball. It was. I loved it. Yeah. It fantastic. So skilled. Mm-hmm. Well, not going to lie, it was, you know, the, the women were quite entertaining watching them in the little shorts, but... Right. They're changing that now. Not like that. That's great. They yes. should. It's, the sport is not about that. It, it shouldn't be. Not yeah, at all. It's, I know. Yeah. I'm in the same way. Yeah. Just I, change, change it up. Absolutely. But their skill levels, watching, watching some really oh. good players go... Mm. Oh wow, it's just amazing, right? Watching volleyball go back and forth. I know two and two, and how yeah. long they can play. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like the how, jumping. Like how'd you even get that? Are you a good jumper? How high can you jump? I, th- I think last time I checked, like four feet. That's crazy. Yeah. What, what do you think it is? Well, I'm able to box jump at least four feet. Are you flexible? 
somewhat not not hip flexibility to splits but uh-huh. what i can do with my knees in comparison to most people is, yeah. is different are you like do you invest into that like after training like stretching and stuff recovery is that a thing for you yeah my recovery is in my hot tub and food sources okay no cold plunge no i'm not i'm not getting that cold water with you guys no that's okay but no i'm still like, not getting a cold even like, cameron haynes doesn't know i don't give a fuck what those guys do okay i was cold long enough in the army i'm not being cold no more <laughs> <laughs> I think I fucked up. Yeah, you did. Did you close the stream? I think so. Oh man, it's on the Google. Yeah, let me go. Let me get it. Yeah, give me a keyboard. Shit! <laughs> it's a good thing this is audio. It might be still there. You probably killed it. You signed me out too. Oh no. I don't even know what I did. Uh, I knew you were gonna fuck this up. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it, man. Everybody does it once in a while. Oh no, but he purposely did it now. This, so like Yeah, it's okay. It's a live show. Shit happens. You yeah. locked me out on YouTube? Yeah, except now he owes me ten minutes. Wow, we had such ten a- minute rounds. No, he owes me one ten minute round, Michael. Oh dear. Yeah, okay, he does. let's get this over with. Is Safari no. still open? Yeah, but you don't understand that. See, you you need to bring you his Safari? ass. Safari? Why did you over? close Safari? I didn't close Safari. Where is Safari? It's where my name is, isn't it? Like I had two windows open for Safari, both of them. I don't know what I did, man. <laughs> I was. Just You're the worst, Jamie, ever. Oh, I know, man. I don't even know why Michael still has me around. Man, we're def- live. It, we're it, still live. Okay, perfect. It's it's definitely not because you know how to do comedy. No, I don't even know how to do comedy. I'm, I'm terrible at that, too. Like, yeah, yeah we, let me check I heard. <laughs> I heard. It's all about the eggs. I'm just going to check if it's still there on YouTube on my phone. And then uh, supposedly we're still there. I heard. I heard. Yeah, it's there. Okay, so that's good. Here we go. So let me go in here, and then I'm going to go into the studio. I apologize. It's a live show. Shit happens. It must be the same thing with fights too, right? Sometimes you can't finish the fight. Something happens. (laughs) We're not talking about my MMA career. We're telling you that. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about this shit. Let me see if I can get in here. Yeah, look, there we are. And then we're just going to leave it there. I don't know if it's gonna, if that's gonna work. There we oh go. yeah, there we go. Yeah, so just we're good. Leave yes. that one there, and then just leave that one there, Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Hey, don't touch anything. <laughs> just, just fucking sit there and talk, have a conversation. He just wanted those okay. ten minutes with you, huh? He just wanted those ten minutes. With oh, you. he doesn't want those ten minutes with me. No, I really don't. His I'll, fat ass is going to sweat mm. and die. How and long? Then, a minute? Thirty seconds? No, to submit him? This is yeah. gonna. I don't know, no less than 90 seconds. 90 seconds? I think I could put up a good fight for three minutes. Not until I start jamming my hand in your mouth. Like no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> I'm the worst. Your feelings, man. So in my world, I don't care about feelings. I want your emotions. Mm. I want them. Because they make you stronger. I want to embrace them. I want to. Why? F- because then you get your pain out. Your pain starts to come out. Uh, you don't get that with weights you don't get that with going for a run okay like some people will yeah but it's not the same thing it's just it's it's weird it's, for it, me it's it, like a frustration 
almost. It's it's the idea of being uncomfortable. That's just how I put yeah. it. You can work out every day. You can do the same things every day, but you're always comfortable. Eventually, you're going to just be comfortable. Mm. But why is it so hard for people to train then? In jiu-jitsu? No, I mean like work out. Lots of people don't work out. Right. Lots of people don't work out. It's, yeah. it's, they, they are, that's already not. And they are already comfortable and working out would be uncomfortable already. And you taking it to another level. Right. Right. Yeah. But not everyone, not everyone needs to go work out in the gym. Sure. I, I, I believe that people that go and walk their dog every day is just as healthy as the regular person. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Because guess what they're doing? They're, they're not... They might have changed their food source. Yeah, and price. see what Jesse does too is like he knows where my comfortable is, and he just raises it just enough. Ah, so you're being nice. And like if he rolls Sometimes. with someone new, like obviously he'll he'll let them do whatever. But yeah, like it depends who I'm fighting. So you know if like, if it's a new guy in the gym who's just trying it out and wants to be there, mm. I'm not gonna go murder him. Mm. That's not how it works. And yeah, you would kill me like in ten seconds unless he's a big guy. Uh-huh. I, I have a big guy fucking thing. Oh, like big weight-wise or tall? I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh-huh. If you're bigger than I am, like bigger, bigger than me, like 100 pounds or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to fucking murder you. What? What's your weight class? I'm 170 pounds. I'm saying, okay, yeah, I'm 180. Yeah. I'm crazy. Why are you so heavy? You, oh, I'm you, thick. Oh, okay. I, I pack a lot of muscle in my body. Mm, what's your muscle mass like? I have no idea. Body fat? Don't care. Okay. <laughs> i like that answer yeah. but you know what i mean like like to what like uh like today i, I like you feel things i i, I could feel it yeah but Do you if, feel you still feel you get better every day but okay it, but it, sometimes i feel worse yes and that's failure that is absolutely failure and that's what you like i love failure yeah i love it i go through it every day i got my ass kicked twice as like all day this morning and then mm. And luckily, luckily this afternoon was just us fucking around. So that made my life a little easier. Oh, you rolled three times today? Twice. Okay. Twice. You know, we, we rolled this morning really hard and in the mm. afternoon, you know, depending on the guys that are there. It's yeah. just, you know, some guys are injured. If guys are injured, you got to work around their injuries, right? Mm-hmm. But they'll still move with you and they'll go through movement. Like me, like Mark's, Mark's injured right now. So mm. he's only going a little bit of movement. And then. Mm. What know, about you? You get injured? I don't care. Okay. I don't. Do you feel pain? Absolutely. Okay. But where does it go? So it was really weird. So I was in a relationship for, for six years. I was super positive, but you know, she lived in one location. I didn't live, I lived here. Right. So crazy. that's, you know, that, 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 you know, that was the end of our relationship. So for like the last two years, I've kind of re- reverted back to the savagery of how I do training, which is, yeah. which is, I used to have something to look forward to when she was here, but now she's not here. So now it's just me. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a son too as well, but yeah. he's also in Winnipeg. So it's, I spend 90% of the time by myself. Yeah. And what do you do with all that much free time? It's crazy. Yeah. I work out. Mm-hmm. I would do the same. Yeah, but that gets boring. Maybe. It does. You think so? Going going to the gym and lifting weights is boring. Uh, but you work. Do no, you? No, I'm a disabled veteran. You're retired. Yeah. Is that the right terminology? Yeah, that's that's good, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, I needed, I needed, I needed some, some proper outlets, right? Mm-hmm. And I needed outlets that people... I didn't have to involve a whole lot of people. So I started with storage lockers. Uh, so I bought storage lockers. Okay. I wanted to go for treasure hunts. And I did. I found lots of treasures. It's great. Oh, yeah. You can buy those ones that are like, for, you know, you take possession of yeah, them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started buying those and they got really interesting. But then I started meeting the people that existed around those those 
those those ideas and and those those business practices you know like yeah like thunder bay state sale for instance you know like mm-hmm. i became really good friends with jen and sean because of their their business ideas and what they were doing their business is super great you know guys that like who've been in this town for years like uh paul and Les kimberly over at black cat antiques you know they've been here for you know, 20 20 20 30 years now right wow. right so you get to know these people that you won't necessarily get to know unless you dealt with same things that they deal with yes right? it connects absolutely yeah. life source you people that work yourself yeah so what ended up happening you know you, you learn you learn a lot about these people and what they do and where they came from and just, but then you start to learn about history the history of products and items and where these comes from and how they're made and you start learning and being educated like shit i don't even i don't even shop at walmart anymore mm. you know what i mean like i gave up walmart like yeah. I don't need that place. What are you in Walmart for? Yeah. Like, it's all breaks anyways. Well, it's like all my food now, like I get all my vegetables from Sleepy G Farms. Okay. You know, like I have a scaffs up in Current River. You know, I, I still use them for, you know, quick and easy access things. But, mm. you know, most of my meat comes from Maltese or, sh- or, or, or animals that we shoot. Yeah. So a lot of my food sources are, are a big priority, right? Mm. And that's what most people don't focus on is their food. Uh-huh. Right. You see me cooking all the time, man. You see cook. I cook literally new food, new meals every single day. It's all scratch. Yep. So you you but you persistently keep the same weight. Yes. Yeah. So it's balanced. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you are in, even if you don't track, you know, you don't burn more or you don't burn less. I just love Persians. Mm. But they're good. Coffee. <laughs> Oh, I love coffee. Yeah. I live off coffee, cannabis, and hate, man. It's pretty great. That's good. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you never see Jesse walk into the gym without a Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, whatever, man. Don't, yeah, a lot of coffee. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it's not. It's terrible it's for same you. Same me. But do you drink water? Yeah, yeah, lots of water. How much? Uh, too much of it. Do you, like, you have, like, like, I, you know, when I go to work, and I need to like I work out at lunchtime where I work because that's my time and you know I, I'm rotating training now I don't do the same thing over and over I do run or row the next day and some chest workout and then I run again and then on the weekends when I'm not there maybe I'm on the bike but when I get home after the workout I, I have weights and I have like uh, core exercises outside so they, I do two exercises a day too, not like you, whatever. But like, one is not enough. You feel like one is not enough right now. But what you're doing is keeping a schedule, and schedule is important. Schedule most, is super important. Yes, yeah, like most people always ask, how, how do how do I lose weight? And I'm like, it's fucking work, man. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but work. And I is it though, or is it food? It's a lot of things, but it's just there's a lot of. So I'm I'm super angry at fake fitness. I fucking hate fake fitness. It's probably okay. one of the few things that'll get me off going for sure. Good. You know, like there's no magical products gonna make you fucking skinny. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. Hire a fucking trainer. Hire a trainer. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. You need you need somebody that has some nutritional balance in their life to understand that losing weight is going to be a difficult journey for anybody. It is. It's super yeah. difficult. But there's no product on the market right now period that's going to make you skinny were you ever like at the did you ever gain a weight where you were uncomfortable no that's the thing i've yeah. I've always been in shape i've always you know 
I smoked a pack of cigarettes for 15 years. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, I quit smoking like May 5th, 2010. Like Crazy. Three months after my son was born, yeah, cold, I quit smoking. Cold blood? Yeah, three months after, yeah. Yeah, cold cut. I haven't touched it ever since, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I, I alcohol, I haven't touched alcohol in like six years, right? So That's impressive. I had to give everything up. I, I, I had to make a choice. I, I, I was allowed cannabis, but I wasn't allowed anything else. Okay. Right? So that's what you get. Yeah. If that's if that's going to be my vice in life, mm-hmm. right? So, but then I start to look at people differently, right? Because you go out, you have a good time, but then they're still wasted, and then you do that the next weekend over. So you judge other people? No, I just tell people how it is. Yeah, and that this doesn't fly. I don't give a fuck if it flies or not. <laughs> I don't care. Like it's just yeah. like telling somebody they're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It's maybe help. It's 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 hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to tell your friend he has a fucking problem. Yeah. But do it. Mm-hmm. Do what happens. Yeah. You drink too much. I talked to somebody today and he said when people get, when people forget things, then that means they're depressed too. Because people that are forgetting things, they just are depressed. I don't know how you explain it, but it kind of made sense. Like it's, it's one of the side effects of being depressed. Yeah, but alcohol is a depressant. Mm-hmm. If you're drinking all the time. That's what's going to happen. You're going to be sad. You're going to be depressed. Your body's going to shut down because it's always in a constant state of recovery. Mm. I tell that. I, I explain that theory to a lot of people, which is imagine waking up on a Friday. You, you started your week off. You, you worked out all week. You did everything properly. And your friends are like, we're going to go and watch the hockey game this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're a case of beer. We're going to get some nachos. We're going to eat these wings. Sure, no problem. That guy drinks a half case of beer. He just... That half case of beer is one day's worth of eating. One full day's worth of eating, but not a half case of beer. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, why am I losing weight? Or am I gaining weight? Mm-hmm. You're eating an extra day every single every single month. And you're doing that four times a month. And then your body's in a constant state of recovery, so now you're spending three or four days where your body's flushing out alcohol. Yeah. Now that alcohol is getting flushed out. So that's what put me in a position where I'm fighting all the time, but I'm trying to, I'm, I'm also a full-blown alcoholic. So how do I doesn't work it's it's not practical i'm fighting two different battles that weren't working trying to be super fit and drinking it doesn't work it takes a lot to to end this it takes a lot absolutely you 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 have to take a step back from your life is that like mental toughness no it's recognition okay it's understanding that maybe they do have a problem yeah if my friend walks up to me and says you're a fucking drunk No, I'm not. You drink every single day. Mm-hmm. You're an alcoholic. Yeah. Can you walk up to your friends and do that? I would say something to Lucas. I don't know if he would say something to me. I, I say shit to him all the time, man, but he doesn't show the fuck up to class, so he doesn't he doesn't get to do the truest version of what happens when he doesn't show up to fuck up to class. Yeah, right? He blames me, the podcast. This is a this is not not a fucking excuse at all. <laughs> you don't get a you went fucking hiking this morning. I did. You went fucking All hiking. Day. Uh, hiking. That's not jujitsu, man. I know it's not jujitsu. It's hiking. That's not a purple belt either. Nope. You but you want that guy, don't you? I do want my purple. Well, guess what? I know you to show up. I know this, Jesse. God damn it. Well, you don't think I was going to not like show how up? How much does he have to show up every fucking day for yeah. the next foreseeable future until he's fucking awarded his purple belt? Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there's no timeline. And he on... can go in the morning. He could absolutely 10 a.m. We do it okay. every day, man. All right. Okay. You can okay my ass all day fucking long. We're still there at 10 a.m. every day. Okay. So 
solution to this is I need to go tomorrow at 10 a.m. and make sure I'm live streaming when I walk in and when I get my ass beat. Uh, we're not going in tomorrow morning because it's Thursday and I didn't get a day off today. So go fuck your hat. You can come in Friday and okay. Friday at 4.30 when we do open mat. We'll be done. Like I'll the- come in the morning. I'm going to Terrace Bay on Friday. So I'll come at 10 a.m. Friday. Oh, I... That is a fucking promise. I will make sure promise. Brady's there, Devin's there. You know, give you're, me the gambit. Give me everybody. We'll Shark Tank. Yeah, but you're gonna last like a round. You're, it's not even worth your fucking Shark Tank. Well, then I'll fucking die. Yeah, it's exactly the purpose. Yeah, exactly. That's how you get your purple belt. <laughs> that's that's how you get your fucking yeah. purple belt. That's yeah. exactly how you get it. But show the fuck up, man. Every single day. Or. Yeah, it's not about showing up every single yeah, day. It's like twice, four, four times a week. Okay, for 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 guys who are straight killers, like a morning crew became. Well, you were always on. Well, no, it's it's different because in the morning time we we had a lot more free reign and time to, to work with each other, right? Mm. And we're always generating ideas. And in the night times, it's the coach doing the class, and the class moves on, right? Morning times, we we were able to really just yeah. meld everything together. It's more creative, absolutely. And you're not con- like. Uh, constrained by time with an, the next classes coming up, boxing's right after jiu-jitsu, yeah. so we can't practice what we just learned. Well, if, if it wasn't for the coaches, I wouldn't be in this position, right? Like, I was super lost when I moved back here. I was super lost. I believe that. I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Mm. And I don't, like, I, I quit when I was a blue belt. Do you know that? Yeah, I remember that. I know, I made a whole big fucking post about it, man. I was fucking done. I was, you were done. I was done with jiu-jitsu, man. I was fucking exhausted with it i couldn't do anything right my 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 mindset wasn't correct but the people around me noticed there was something happening to me Mm. i started to get better and they didn't they were like wait a second here let's do something because you know i was was getting a point where i'd go in nighttime and no one would train with me It was difficult right why would nobody train with you because everyone was doing the gi at the time right Uh, training the gi and i was still a no gi guy and I still love nogi, and I still train in the gi as well. But you know, I'm a primarily a nogi practitioner. I get it. They don't want to train with me, so next thing you know, they're like, "I'll do start doing a morning class." Shit! Like seriously, I, you're going to give me a key? Matt Richey's like, "Yeah, I'll give you a key. Start doing some mornings." And next thing you know, I'm getting fucking decimated by these grown ass men who are just so much better than I am. But mm. they they start making me better. Yes. Next thing you know, I had a you know, right. I had a fucking rhino first, you know, like, Oh dear. This, this guy's a legit sad. Like when it, when it comes to the word savage, he, he ranks as a scary fucking dude to me. Okay. Big, big, big wrestler, super, super strong and quick, like quick, quick, like scary quick. Mm. And he could just run you down like a, like a child. Scary, like really scary. Like man. when he drops something accidentally, he always catches it. He kind of scary. Like yeah. think of a strong man, but, is super agile. Yeah. Mm. And that he can just pick you up and put you on your head with ease. Wow. He taught me so much about wrestling and wrestling maneuvers and how to do wrestling. You know, and then they had like Thorburn, Quinn, Alex, all those guys started showing up. We had a whole crew of guys in the morning time that were just training every single day almost. Mm. You know, sucks for Tony. You know, Tony had yeah. hips. He had hit one of the, our guy, Tony Gallo. He had hit, you know, hip surgery. So it kind of stopped jujitsu for him, I think, permanently now. Yeah, uh, finished at purple. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's good though. Like he was yeah. he was a, he was a judo guy for a long time. You know. Yeah, we all. Yeah, know he's one of the very eventually. first people I rolled with. Yeah. yeah, I think about that too. Like, um, you know, eventually you have to alternate your training because it's think your body gets ultimately always older. 
Well, here was a crazy thing. So me and Nathan Hatton, so he's, you know, like award-winning author. He's a boxing and wrestling historian. Super intelligent, man. Like, I, I want to say he has an eidetic memory. He just says, no, I say, fuck you. You're just too smart not to know this shit. But he's really that smart, right? Well, he were going, he was going to get a, an award in Manitoba for one of his books that he wrote. And he started talking about Sambo, these Sambo guys, and how what they do. These high-level Sambo guys that would train day in, day out, day in. Every single day they would go and they would, after all their hard training, they'd go play a game of basketball. Yeah. I love basketball. I used to play basketball. Yeah. But I don't play sports anymore like that. No. <laughs> no. No way. I don't even... No, I, I sleep, I make food, and I do jujitsu. Okay. Question on the food. We have Liam Hopkins asking, what's Jesse's go-to pre-training meal? Coffee? Yeah, it's just coffee. It's just I don't know. People think I have some crazy method of coffee and a blunt. Yeah, that yeah, pretty you much. Protein powder? No, oh. no processed foods. Thank you. I actually, I actually don't eat. I, I try to minimize all processed foods that I eat. Mm -hmm. So, like when I got back from Afghanistan, uh, I was eating like seven thousand calories worth of processed foods a day there, right? Jesus. So, but you have to. Your body has to maintain the, the high level, right? Because of the heat, the heat, the sweat, the, yeah. the 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 armament that you're wearing on an everyday basis. Okay. But how do you change that? How do you, how how do you not want that many calories every single day? So, mm. I was like, how do I change this? So I, I ended up getting some book in an airport called Food Rules by a, a food activist by name Michael Pollan. You know, oh, a, I know him. Yeah, he's on like every. He's like he's like a major food activist down in California. Mm. And one of his rules in his books was, you know, what would your what would your great grandparents buy when they went grocery shopping? Nothing. Uh, well, they no, they'd buy lots flour. Well, they'd walk in, they'd buy milk, eggs, really? meat. They would have a cow, don't they? Well, I'm just saying under under context, you know. Okay. You know, like if they if, sure, let's go know, with it, right? But then they would have fruits, vegetables, meat products. And you know, fl you're right. Flour, yeah. Fl flour is definitely inside the aisles, but inevitably, the story is, if you when you go grocery shopping, where do you shop? And most people shop all inside the aisles. They don't shop the outside aisles. Oh, it's proteins are proteins are milk, veg eggs, vegetables, butter. Yeah, I love myself some butter. Yeah, I love butter too. Fucking yeah. margarine is so gross. Mm -hmm. If you eat margarine and you're listening to this right now, you're fucking disgusting. I agree. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't care. That shit is gross. Mm. One molecule short of plastic. Go eat some butter. Mm. Butter's good for delicious. you. Get the unsalted shit though. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Sunny side up so with like the salted butter is the best. You can I, add I salt. Absolutely. Add your own salt. Yeah. Get some coarse get some some coarse salt and add it in there. I love cooking, man. It's one of my few my few things I do. I love cooking yeah. for people. Oh. Question. Have you used up all those noodles? I used those a long time ago, man. Nice. I use fucking everything all the time. I like fresh ingredients. Like I went and got all my Sleepy G Farm shares today. Okay. Oh, they're so great. If you haven't had, if you don't know what that is, mm. you don't know what it is. Sleepy G. Sleepy G. Sleepy Farms. Yeah, I, I think Bites used to buy from them too. Yeah, Sleepy G Farms. Yeah. Yeah, so, because they bought some supplies from them. So they do winter shares for vegetables, right? That they have in stock, which is great because every two weeks I go there, I get fresh farm eggs, mm. fresh vegetables. You and, live in the city though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I live up in Current River. Yeah. You like. Would you want to live in the country, or is that too isolated? I'm a city boy. You are. Eh? I am a city boy. Okay. Yeah, it's. I don't need to live in the country. Yeah. No, I I don't need those expenditures of quads and snow machines and. Mm. If I want to go hunting or fishing, I can do those things anyways. Okay. It's something that's not actually surprisingly it's so close. What's? Well, it's, it's kind of weird being in Thunder Bay and 
being a city boy, that's one thing that's not really promoted is hunting or fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, hey, let's go for a hike is kind of becoming a thing now because people were stuck in their houses for 18 months. It's true. But prior to 18 months ago, no one gave a fuck about hunt, hiking. Yeah. Not many. Yeah. Like, oh, we went hiking. I'm like, yeah, okay. Cool. What, what else have you guys done? <laughs> you know, you have that. There's, I would see that, uh, that one girl, she always does the thing about Thunder Bay. Uh, uh, Catherine? No, uh, Amanda Bay. Yeah, that one. Her. Yeah, she does all that. Uh, all the presentations all, all around the the local areas that exist here, right? So mm-hmm. it's really great to see that people are really doing these things. Yeah, right. Because there's more to this than. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. You know, like like I get I get upset up like the politicians here. Like, what have these guys done? Mm. I was gone for 10, 10, 15 years, and the same people are still in power. Yeah. They're still doing the same thing. What's what's going on? I. You know, like there's like one new face in the last like 20 years. And mm-hmm. I think she was on your podcast, right? Yeah. Shelby. Yeah. Yeah. Would you run? Would I run for politics? Yeah. Jeez. That'd be fucking scary, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. Being honest with people. See, that's what Aldo did. Aldo said he wanted to change. So he ran for it. Yeah. But Aldo's always been a polit- political leader in the city. Mm. He's always been right. Like he's, he's always had a political tie somewhere in the city. Okay. Right, I don't have political ties to anybody in the city. Like, mm. I personally dislike Patty Hadju. Like, I'm a personal dislike of her. The way she treated veterans was was completely disrespectful. Okay, she didn't she didn't help us. She didn't do anything. You know what I mean? And they're they're fighting us in court right now. Like mm. the fact that she laid a wreath for for veterans while she was the health minister fighting veterans in court mm. over health issues is is disturbing to me. Yeah. So like a few years ago. Uh, the veterans' offices closed here in Thunder Bay. Did you know about that? Yeah, they cut the budget, right? Right, absolutely. So yeah. I happened to be out for breakfast at Roosters because I, I love Roosters. You know, name name dropping Jim Camuzzi over here, right? Woo! Great eggs Benedict. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, you know, Jim, in, in reference to me, because he, he, you know, I brought my service dog in there one day, and he's just like, you know, what's what's up with the dog, man? And I, I gave him like the whole documentary that I did with CBC and mm-hmm. or C, W five when I uh, with. We did a whole reference to using service animals instead of pharmaceutical medication for veterans. Yes. Um, all these people are walking by and it happened to be another veteran that I served with and they're going down to Red River to go talk about the closing of the offices. And I, I straight up said, like, the real main issue here is the, the older generation of veterans that don't have access to computers. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. I get that. So, move forward, liberal government takes over. Veteran offices open back up. Yeah, they did. Kent Hare is now the Veterans Affairs Minister. And all these veterans were so fucking mad. And this is what made me mad. They're so fucking mad. They closed their offices. Fuck these people. Fuck these politicians. Fuck these people. And it's, it's really because what it becomes is just a whole big fuck off to everybody. So now we're sitting here. Patty Hadju and Justin Trudeau are now all, you know, all in power right now. And... They come to Thunder Bay to open the office back up. I'm sitting in the back of the room. And sh- Patty had you and another case manager for who worked for Veteran Affairs at the time starts coming up talking to me like I'm their friend. Like, oh, are you going to come and have a picture with us afterwards? And I'm like, have a fucking picture with you. Why? You haven't done nothing. What have you guys done? You know, a lot of veterans are still suffering at this time, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? And next thing you know, they do the little... The press the little presser conference and I'm sitting there at the back of the room and okay everybody let's go have a picture and I'm like how could you guys just immediately just back down from these people 
Like you have to have some stand somewhere. Mm -hmm. Every single one of the veterans got up and had a picture with them because of. Oh, okay. That's what you mean. Like a double standard? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Don't promise a whole bunch of shit and then don't do it because that's Mm -hmm. what they did because they're actually getting sued again for for shorting us again on on our disabilities and all this stuff, right? It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's, go to veteransaffairs.com. You know, you'll you'll see it right there. It's it's literally a veteran filed a lawsuit for them not funding us properly. Mm-hmm. Right, it's crazy. It's would you do it again? Would you enlist again? The military? Yeah, yeah. You would. Eh? I liked the army. Yeah, I did. I just in my position at TPCLI was was difficult because I didn't have anybody that would that would that would that would back me up in the long run. I mm. lost everything. I lost everything. That's crazy. I know what it, I, I know what it feels to lose everything. Okay. I even lost my house in a fire. Wow. Yeah, man. All ninety percent of my possessions. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so it seems like you learned then to let go. Sometimes you have to let things go. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible, but you know, like that's you know, like that's why when I told you about the art, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the guy walked into my house. How much do you want for that? And it's, yeah. I love that. Let's talk about the upcoming fight. Oh yeah, Derek Getzel. So Derek Getzel is you have a, how much time? When is it? Next Wednesday. Do you still sparing hundred percent right now? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You're not shutting it down a little bit. There's no shutdown. Okay, shutdowns for the week. Ooh. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, Lucas. Lucas is just thinking about Friday, and he's like, "Shit." Um. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I'm. 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 I'm in super good shape right now. Like. Okay. I, wow. So you do like, like, different story, but like. Training wise, you used to compete with swimming, train five times a week, weekends competition. On the Friday, you would just do like light training and some sprints at the end, whatever. But you would not do a full two hour session. So if I'm competing on a Saturday, there's no, I'm not even training on a Friday. Okay. Thank yeah, you. You know, I, I, I do get, because even next week, like next Tuesday, mm. I will do some light sparring at nighttime with yeah. my buddy Morgan, Morgan Frazier. Yeah. But your wife is still cooler. Hi, Aria. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Morgan. I, yeah. I followed him back. <laughs> yeah. Actually, fun fact Morgan Frazier is the reason I started jujitsu. Fun fact. I heard we were at a UFC, uh, like, pay per view party at Aaron G's. Mm Oh, that and was the one I was at, wasn't it? No, this was like way. Sure this was before I even met you. Well, maybe that was at Morgan's house. Mm. Yeah, that was that was at Morgan's house. The uh, Metamoris. All right. Um, yeah, we were just uh, watching a UFC, and then G went up to Morgan, was just like, "Hey, man, how's jujitsu? How do you liking it?" Because Morgan just got his first stripe on his white belt back then, and I was, I really wanted to give it a try. So I was just like, "Hey, Morgan, where you uh, where you training?" It's like, "Oh, leading edge up on Hill Street." Let's go. So I showed up the next day. Yep, and he, and, and and then he lasted for about two years and never came back. No, <laughs> it's the honest truth tonight. See, I had <laughs> I had a good stretch of being consistent for three three years. You became a statistic in jujitsu. I man. did become a statistic, yeah. and <laughs> you did yeah. totally. Technically, everyone's a statistic. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still there. Yeah, you're, you're still not. still statistic though. So in the world of jiu-jitsu, there's a very good chance that if you get your blue belt, you're never coming back, man. Yeah, it's never coming back. It's true, it's so true. <laughs> I'm not joking, but it's I'm not joking. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, that is what the data says. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Data will will show you that mm. if you got your blue belt, there's a good chance you're going to quit. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> but there is also a very good possibility if you have your white belt, you'll never reach blue belt. Yeah. Mm. In, in in the world of jiu-jitsu, it's really hard to to obtain the level of a black belt because it's honest. It's a completely honest. Yeah. It's, it's like getting a PhD. As I said about Ed O'Neill. Yeah. I mentioned about Ed O'Neill. Like Ed O'Neill is. You know, he has all these accomplishments in life through acting and stuff. And he says one of the most biggest achievements in his whole entire life was achieving a jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah. Under the Gracies. On, if, like, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 yeah, he's legit. Like, he's a legit black belt. Like Chuck Norris, man. Lucas, ask him about the upcoming fight and how it's going to lead up and what's going to happen. I'm just going to go fully quick. So, how's the fight going to go? Oh, what's so, the lead up like? Oh, the lead up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're funny. So, uh, I'm fighting in the Valhalla Combat, and they're doing uh, a super fight. Super fight's 10-minute fight, submission only. And I'm fighting a guy named Derek Getzel, who's fighting strike force, MMA. He's way better at MMA than I was, but I'm a no-gi submission grappler. I, I, my whole main, my whole life is to be able to submit people from all different directions, and you think I'm telling you my fucking strategy or your fucking... Oh, I'm not asking you for your strategy. Yeah, of just... course you are. But you just asked me. What's my strategy? My strategy is I'm going to beat him well, via, via leg locks because that's what you want to hear. That's exactly what you want to hear, isn't it? <laughs> you want to hear, you hear that I'm going to fuck him up with leg locks, don't you? Well, I know your game is more than just leg locks. It is definitely 100% more than leg locks. You should, you've missed so much jujitsu, man. Oh, I know. So much. Like, oh my God, all the Dan and her back stuff. You got like... Oh, geez. Been working on some more rubber guard stuff. There's, you know, Devin, which came back from Montreal. Uh, tri- yeah, from... Uh, Tristar. Tri- yeah, Tristar. Yeah. With Frost. Yeah. Frost is awesome. He's great. Great learning from guys like him. Uh, I've seen his breakdowns, like, on his YouTube channel. Great. Oh, he does t- tons of crazy stuff. And, and he's super serious all the time, too. Like, <laughs> But yeah. then the rest of the guys around him aren't. Like, when I was down in Toronto, I, I ran into... Uh, Oh, Neil Shepard. I'm pretty sure that's his last name. I think his, I think his Instagram handle is Coach Buzzsaw, but he's a black belt under Faras out of TriStar. Man, he's one of the nicest, nicest Frenchmen you'll ever meet. Man, he's just so happy. He's he is so happy all the time. Man, he's just one of the most content people I can see in my that's life. Crazy, yeah, just always happy. I love it, man. Mm. In the world of jitsu, most people are happy. Okay, yeah. Why never, is that? Because we get all our anger out. Uh... Yeah. Choking a motherfucker gets your anger out pretty good. Mm. Or you beat that guy that's been beating you all week. Mm. Fuck that dude, man. It's balance? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really, though? Is that like hate? No, absolutely not. Zero hate. And zero hate, zero but hate. anger. What no, is the difference not, between anger and hate? Then there's, there's none of that. Okay. None of it exists. Oh, okay. I don't hate my opponent. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate the guy that I'm, I'm doing, doing my match against. Yeah. I don't hate this guy. But you talked about a little bit about anger, right? Yeah, but you got to get aggression out. Okay. A- being angry and aggression is completely different, right? Okay. Like, I'm, I'm angry because this person did something to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just not feeling right. I'm feeling angry towards a particular time of my life. Okay. How do I get that out? Uh, okay, so, yes. Yeah, okay, I get it. But how do you get it out properly? Mm. Right? All the guys around me, they get all this aggression out. And what do they do at the end of the night? They go home to their wives, their yeah. kids. They kiss their wives. They kiss their children. They tell them they love them. Why? Because all the anger and aggression that is gone. gone. Think about all the guys and even women that yell at their kids every day. Mm. 
Most of people don't yell at their kids. They say, do what I fucking told because the kids see what they do, you know? Like, my son will listen because he understands that I decimate grown-ass men mm. for fun. He listens. That's Does he roll? My son, no. So it's hard. Kids are different. You can't train. You can't just throw your kids in it. It'd be hard for me to just throw them in. But I teach him how to strike. Uh. And he has free reign to, to, to have certain rules, which which is if you put your hands on my, my son, my son has the right to put your hands back on you. Mm-hmm. And he's done that to you to the Ryan's son. River? Oh, oh, man, crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> River slapped him in the face. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's just this crazy story. So we're all at the house, at Ryan's house, and the kids are playing. And our kids are allowed to scrap. We'll let them do that, right? We don't care. Mm-hmm. But we have to be there because we want to control the situation at all times. Well, my buddy Ryan, his son, actually slapped my son. And then my son hit him back. And so his son came running upstairs crying. Dad, dad. Broden just punched me in the face, my son. And I'm like, yeah, sure the fuck he did. So I call his ass upstairs. What the fuck did you do, man? He's like, he slapped me in the face. I'm like, okay, get out of here. And we started laying into him, understanding, like, you put your hands uh, on somebody. It comes back. It comes back to you in yeah. full, full, full tilt, right? Mm-hmm. And I told my son straight up, if if you get in trouble at school for getting into a fight because some kid put his hands on you, you're not in trouble. I will deal with that. I will literally drive to Winnipeg the next day and be there and, and explain to the principal that my son is not leaving school. Mm-hmm. And my son instigated that fight. The fuck he's going to get shit kicked after. Yeah. I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to beat my son up. It's not how it works. No, I know. There's a difference. But I'm a strict parent. Like I, I, I believe in certain rules should be applied. And the moment, if you follow all those rules, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Brush your teeth, make your bed. Yeah. He's, he's right? spoiled. He's my only son. Like he gets everything. If I, if I croak tomorrow, man, he gets, he gets it all. Mm. Well, you he know, gets, he gets the art empire. That's quite the comic book collection. Too. It is. It is a eh? Thanos, man. <sighs> I'm on a large North American collection of Thanos. Wow. Yeah, just all of Thanos, though. Mm. Comic books and everything. What is it about him? He's a love story. Do you know that? No. Yeah, Thanos is a love story. That's why I like it so much. Okay. He'll do anything he can to please death. Uh, That's who he's in love with. He's in love with death. With death. With death, yeah. He loves her so much. He'll he'll destroy the whole entire universe to have a chance with her. To die? Anything. Okay. Can't kill him. Like, is death a person? Death is an entity, uh, right? It's okay. interesting. Yeah, it's just a world of where, where the Marvel comics. But you know, like what we're seeing now is inevitably the the recycle for them to all go back and fight Thanos again because mm-hmm. everyone thinks Thanos is dead, but he ain't. No, he ain't dead. You can't he doesn't kill, die. He can't kill him. No. I remember when like the MCU was like first starting out, and you're just like what like. Or what was it? It was like the first showing of Thanos and like the MCU, and you're like, just so you know, Thanos is gonna fuck everything up. And we we're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this guy's just a chump. And then Endgame happened, and we were all just like, fuck. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's just like Dexter. Dexter came back. Well, that that's the thing is <laughs> under under the context of how how they defeated him through through this snapping bullshit. Cause I call it a bunch, but it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> I fucking hate the snap. I think it's so stupid. Uh, Such a stupid concept. But they can't. They couldn't bring out all the great characters. Like what he does with Thor and Iron Man and all those other guys on his own little area. Oh man, he fucks them all up. He t- like he thir- turns like Wolverine into rubber. Oh yeah. He, he turns Thor into glass and smashes him. Mm-hmm. He puts Cyclops' head in the box while he's firing his laser beams out of his eyes and shit. Man, like nice. Yeah, man. He's. Creative, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's Jim Starlin, though. Jim Starlin's the creator of Thanos, uh, yeah, he's fantastic. You excited for 
the fight? I don't get excited for fights. Do you get nervous? No. Hmm. No one's shooting at me. I'm okay. What happens? Like you, okay. You ever see The Simpsons? You watch Simpsons at all? Sometimes. Like yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, do you, you remember the one Simpsons episode where uh, they're with the mafia? Mm. Two episodes of the mafia, the the, the Japanese mafia. And I don't know. Uh, well, there's a whole big scene where they'd have like a fight scene and Homer's like, oh, I want to see what that little guy's going to do, right? Mm. I'm that little guy. They want to see what I want to do. But no one gets to see that because I don't tell them. Okay. Because I don't care what they, because somebody's going to give me an opinion and I don't want their opinion. Right, because people understand what really goes on in the world of in the world of fighting, right? Because every man thinks they know how to fight, which is a not true fact. It's a very not true fact. Mm. In fact, a true fact would be women are actually better shots than men are when it comes to shooting. That's a true fact. Okay, they have steadier hands than men do. Yeah, but when it comes to fighting, most men can fight. Why is that? Because they don't know how to. They never learned. Okay. It's not like an instinct? Like running? No, absolutely Or not. fight and flight situation? I no. think a lot of people think like, oh, if I hit this guy square on the chin, he's going down and I'm going to be the winner. I just have to make that first like, point of contact. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. No way. It doesn't work that way at all. So a trained fighter versus an untrained fighter, you see it all the time on the internet now. You know, all these stupid people trying to fight fighters and guys are like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. Or bullying and watching these bullyings happen where these guys are just like, I've had enough of your shit and they just beat the shit out of them, right? That's what's happening. That's what has to happen. People need to start sticking up for themselves because if you don't start sticking up for themselves, you're going to be in the same position all the time. That's true. Right? People are like, well, I don't want to be bullied anymore, but you do. You get bullied all the time. You don't do nothing about it. Mm. You, you talk on your, your computer. Do you think like you bully yourself too? People mm. bully themselves? Oh, like, probably, yeah. yeah. People, people are always going to be hard on themselves. But... You can change that. You can get confidence again. Jiu-jitsu will give you confidence. It builds you up. Absolutely. But it breaks you down. It has to. You, yeah. have, you have to break down first. So you have to lose to win. You always got to believe you're going to fail. So no expectations. You shouldn't. Okay. Right. I fail every single day, but the people around me aren't leaving me on the ground to fail. So you have expectations for the fight? Uh, you don't have to say anything. That's okay. I'm always prepared. Yes. A a a am, am I going to lose? I don't know. Am I going to win? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't prepare myself for the situation. Am I, gonna, am I the best guy out there? Absolutely fucking not. Do you meditate? No. Okay. But you did choose meditation for you, right? I, I, I run at a high level of, of speed. It's hard to slow, slow, slow the gears down. Okay. So it, you, you, it was very rare. Yeah. I had a girlfriend that was able to do that. And that was it. Mm. That doesn't exist anymore. So I, I've been running the last two years basically at high rev. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I It's, understand. But that high rev is interesting. Mm -hmm. People don't understand it. Don't see it. They've never experienced it because they gave up all their athleticism 20 years ago. Right. You put somebody the same age as me next to me. They look 10 years older than I do. It's true. Right? Yeah. So. How old do you think Lucas is? <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, just it's 32, I think, if I'm mistaken. Uh, oh, it's close. How old am I? I'm not 34. Okay. All right? No. No. Wrong? Yeah. Real wrong? 37. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. Yeah. 
It's the beard. It's the beard, yeah. Yeah, if like, I have no beard, I look like a baby face. Yeah, you still look pretty young. Mm. Yeah, I'm 33. Okay, yeah. I knew you were in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. you got him right. You got yeah. 32. Yeah. That counts. I'm pretty good at identifying people's ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the little things. Actually, I pay attention to their hands. Oh. Yeah, hands, usually good, good indication. It's very, very true. Well, you're, you're a married man. You have, you have a ring on your finger, right? So I do. Yeah. yeah so. I took the other ones off. So. I pumped some weights before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to put it in when you can, right? Yeah. yeah. I had 20 minutes. I went out and did three exercises. Yeah, that's exactly what the body needs. Mm. I wake up every morning and I do like a calisthenics workout, basically, you know? Uh, right? I warm my body up, get it yes. moving going, and then... Coffee, jujitsu. Actually, I go to the gym first. I go, I, I go, oh, I, go I go and train. Mm-hmm. I go and do uh, kickboxing early, early in the morning. And then you roll after, eh? Uh, no, I do the weights after first. I actually, weights are my warm up. Yeah, I'll always weights. Mm-hmm. And I've been lifting some heavy weights lately. Fuck, yeah. like three. What was it, like three seventy five? And what are you deadlifting? Uh, it was like three fifteen the other day or some shit for reps. Mm. Not, not, not too, nothing too serious. Cool, but I'm five five, man. Like I don't. I'm doubling my weight most of the time, pretty easily. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, what three fifteen for squats the other day? Shit. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I only do box squats, though. I don't, I don't, I don't. In in my world, I don't need to go any further past my hips to do that, right? Yeah. So. Why? You do what you feel is good for you. I do what's sport specific. Oh. Right. Yeah. So everyone around me, same thing, right? Mm. Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm good. Me too. Are you good? I'm good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't want to push you off too much. Yeah. And I'm sweating, and I'm. My body's tired. Let's wrap this up. Jesse, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you being here tonight. And I feel like, you know, we should do another one and down the road, talk about more stuff. I yeah, think absolutely. We couldn't talk forever. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this could have gone on for many, many hours. Yeah, so if you're still watching or just tuning in, I don't know what you're yeah, doing. Tune but in hit Friday that. for the fight. Yeah, tune in f- is it live stream? No. No, no, your fight. Oh, my fight. Yeah, so tune in Friday, 10 a.m. on my Instagram. I'll be live streaming myself getting my ass kicked by Jesse. And hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell notification. And thank you for watching. Good night. Oh, man, I'm dying. I'm sweating so much. That's all right. We all sweat. Okay, we learned something today. Even if you close the browser, the switcher keeps the stream going. That's good news. Yeah.